and welcome to Bygones Podcast, the Annie McBeal Rewatch Podcast. I'm Laura Jane Parker. And I'm Eleanor Parker. And we rewatch every episode of Annie McBeal for our 2019 eyeballs. Yeah. Um, and today we have another guest with us. Woo-hoo. We're very excited to have our friend, um, comedian and fellow podcaster, Stephen Trumbull with us. Hi. Hi, Steve. Hi, guys. Uh, you may notice uh, the eagle-eared amongst you that Stephen Trumbull has the same surname as former guest David Trumbull. This is because this they is are... no coincidence. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they are brothers. <laughs> so don't be surprised by the fact that Stephen sounds a lot like David because yes. they're twins. So yeah, yeah. Twins. That would make sense. It's a cultivated look. It's uh, <laughs> uh... Cultivated in the womb. It's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing at parties. Yeah. <laughs> Someone who shows up wearing exactly the same genetic makeup as you. <laughs> yeah. Someone has to go home and change. Yeah. <laughs> famously, famously in uni, my friend, our friends, our mutual friends, always bring this up. That one day in uni, my brother and I came dressed as each other. What? And just, <laughs> like, like, just wearing each other's like clothes, so yeah. just ordinary civvies. You know, it was like Mufti Day at a fancy dress party. But then at the first, so first they were like, "Oh, that's 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 kind of weird." But then after a while, they were like, they were just realizing just how different we were. Right. It was like David was like making his shoulders like giving terrible posture to himself and like being all shy around all the women, <laughs> and I was just like kissing hands and being all serious. <laughs> And saying things like, with a love that will echo through the ages. <laughs> <laughs> but it is funny how, like, when you've got, like, what you perceive to be a costume on, you're suddenly like, I can be a whole different person. <laughs> Whereas everyone else is like, this is really strange. <laughs> I, felt inc- I felt immediately free and unclean. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Stephen's podcast is the 50 Uses for the Word Love podcast. Yes, it is. Yes. It's a great uh, podcast. Great podcast Thanks, where you guys. have all kinds of guests on talking about love love yeah all the, all the different forms of love which is a very Ali McBeal subject she, it can't, is. she can't stop banging on about it she tried getting her on there <laughs> <laughs> so she was tune in and every week she'll flip flop between whether or not she still believes in it or not yeah, um, exactly. yeah. exactly but we talk about everything from like nostalgia to being starstruck to brotherly love yes. Yes. Yeah. so check that out if you it's haven't very good. it's very funny it's very good Okay, so uh, this episode, yeah. we are talking Eleanor, are you about... ready for this, though? Because, oh is my God, this, this is... is the, end of, the end of last episode was traumatic. We were very shaken yes. up. There was so much screaming. <laughs> Stephen, if you haven't heard it, we scream a lot. Like, yeah. everyone's eardrums has yes. had to recover for the people to I've listened to enough of this podcast to know that... Because like, <laughs> actually, that's why I picked this episode, because you were like, you could pick any of these, in yes. like, these five or whatever. Yeah. And and I, I'd read the synopsis for that, that last one and I was like oh I know I'm not I can't I can't be there for that like, I, I don't even want to be a man in the room in that episode but so then I picked one after because I was like oh, that's okay it's an aftermath episode it'll be a, yeah. a wind down and then this no. one's kind of more no, intense no. Ramped, up. So intense. ramped up this is like the main event yeah. So, yeah this is the main course this is, yeah. yeah this is a so, lot this is season two, episode 15, uh, called Sideshow. Yeah. And Sideshow first aired uh, 22nd of February, 99. Mm-hmm. We interrupt this program for Eleanor's cultural stuff. Brought to you by the 90s. The decade more problematic than it looks. Should I give you the 
artist and you guess the song. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, so we're February '99. So UK number one, Lenny Kravitz. I want to fly away. Yeah, fly away. I have that on CD. Yeah, I remember. Bloody <laughs> <laughs> love that song. It's great. I got song. really into Lenny Kravitz for like three months. <laughs> 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 and then uh, the US number one is still Angel of Mine uh, by, Brandy. by Monica. Brandy? Monica. 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 Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're not Brandy. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Monica. Okay. 22nd of February. Yeah. The same day. Harold Shipman, <gasps> the high GP accused of murdering eight female patients wow. the last September, yeah. is charged with a further seven murders. He was oh. a playground, the butt of a lot of playground jokes, I remember yeah. at the time. Yes, yeah. yes. Everyone was like, oh, Harold Shipman. <laughs> <laughs> I read the news. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah good. <laughs> 9-11 um, wasn't, wasn't, hadn't happened yet, so happened. People, couldn't, yeah. people couldn't just immediately go to 9-11. No, it was, um, he was a prolific serial killer in the UK. Yeah, mm. yeah. A GP yeah. who killed his patients. Killed his patients. It's funny because I don't actually know the particulars of that case, I just know the name. It's, uh, I, oh. I, I know him more as a playground joke. I really, I you did not read the list. I know him, I, yeah, no, no, I, I, I was shielded from anything bad <laughs> by our When the parents. news came on around that time, your parents were like, like, nope, yes. nobody needs to know about this. <laughs> I can't have them being scared of GPs. <laughs> <laughs> I had my grommets out once. I don't want to be thinking about this. So, um, the 23rd of February, 99, Eminem re uh, releases yes. his second album, the Slim Shady LP. And though this is technically his second album, it's the album that made him famous. Mm, the one yeah. with um, Hi My Name Is On. Yeah. Because yeah. that came out around this time well the album obviously did I don't know when the single came out but I remember hearing it for the first time around this time because we'd come up to London to see someone yeah. and I remember us driving out of London and it was a Sunday evening and it was dark so it mm. must have been around this time of year um and the top 40 was on um, um, and uh it was, was the it? first time Radio it? 1 had played it and we were right by the Hammersmith the big Tesco's in Hammersmith and every time I drive past that now I always think like oh this is where that first heard my name is Hi, my name is <laughs> I don't know why I've just got this really vivid memory that is very strange <laughs> 23rd of February uh, again Channel 4 debuts Russell T Davis uh, groundbreaking series Queer as Folk. Oh, oh, I never yeah. watched that, but I know it was like massive. No, at I've the never time. watched it either, but I've been yeah, told it's too. very good. I would me like too. to rewatch actually. All I knew about watch. it at the time was that it, the first episode had rimming in it. Yeah, yes, yes. That was yes. all we knew. And it was it, like, yeah, it's like it was in all the end of year, like retrospective of the year, like documentaries. Yeah, like, like, oh my god, on TV rimming. Yeah, trust <laughs> Channel Four to bring this to the British public. Whenever I talk to any gay men, particularly, they're like, it was absolutely formative. Like, yeah. Yeah. so amazing to see it on TV. Yes, like, completely. And, like, of course it would be. It's like, yes, well done, yeah. Channel 4. Well Very done, <laughs> yes. Uh, 24th of February, the report of the murder of black London teenager Stephen Lawrence, yeah. who was stabbed to death in 93, mm. condemns London's police uh, force as institutionally racist, yeah. as well as condemning its officers for fundamental errors. Which well, I think we sorted all that out. Mm, yeah, yeah. Nothing since, yeah, yeah, exactly. 
24th of February 99, again, uh, Lauren Hill makes history ah. at the 1999 Grammy Awards by being the first female artist to win five Grammys in one night. Oh, well done, her. I know, yeah. it's awesome. And then lastly, <laughs> 25th of February, the BBC announces that Noel's house party will be axed after eight years. Oh, what a shame. No more blobby. <laughs> or gunge or whatever else he used to do. Oh, yeah. He used to gunge people, didn't he? Yeah. Which Just is something yeah. more suited to a kids' TV programme than, like, your own Saturday back. night entertainment. <laughs> it's very strange what passed for, like mass Saturday night prime time yeah. in the 90s. Lobby at the last laugh because then they realise he's the character that has crossover appeal who can just show up yes. anywhere. He's like Robert Downey Jr. in the MCU. Like, you can always just put him back in. Yeah. Like, Spider-Man, you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's no reason that Blobby can't just be in any television. Exactly, they do. They put him in, is it eight out of, no, it's the big fat quiz of the year. Yeah, I saw yeah, it, like, yeah. a couple of years wasn't ago. He, wasn't he on it? And there was someone, like, a comedian or something who was quite young who would have been young when he, he was in Noel's house party. Was it Jack on. Whitehall? I can't remember, but he was, with. like, scared of yeah, it was Jack Whitehall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was really funny. But he was hilarious because he was just, like, rolling around and you're just like, oh, I forgot Mr. Blobby was funny. Was, like, a proper, <laughs> proper agent of chaos. Yeah. He just runs in and, like, knocks things over. Like, podiums go flying. all of our American listeners are like, what the fuck? Just Google Mr. Blobby. He had a single in the 90s. It was number one. At Christmas, we loved it. I was about to launch a tirade about why does Otis the Aardvark not get any work Exactly, or Ed the Duck. Oh man. Anyway. Okay. So, Are we ready? We... Do we need to do anything? Brace ourselves, I think. Yeah, that's what we need to do. Okay, right, let's I'll go. start. <laughs> I'm just shaking my head. Okay. Limp um, her up. <laughs> right. Um, so, um, Vonda, like, the, this episode starts, like, immediately after what happened in the last one. There's no, like, I break in time. I don't think we've ever had that before, no. where it's an immediate continuation yeah. in the next episode. It's like all go from the first mm, scene. Yeah. Completely. So, um, Vonda is singing a song called Backfield in Motion by um, a a duo called Mel and Tim, which I don't recognise, but it's a really weird, like, upbeat choice after the enormity of what happened at the end of the last episode, but whatever. Um, and we get shots of Ali walking down the street at night looking really troubled. And then there's this hard cut to Ali just pacing up and down at their apartment. Um, and she hasn't even taken her coat off, but no. the music's cut out and Renee's trying to calm her down. Um, and telling her to just breathe, you know, um, deeply. And she goes, I'm not in labour. <laughs> and, and Renee's trying to, like, say, look, you kissed him. It's not like you have made love. It's not like you lied about it under oath, which obviously, Clinton joke, Claxon. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Ali's arguing that, Renee, there is no bigger betrayal than a kiss. I'm so, so like, <laughs> melodramatic. I know. Which is exactly kind of what Renee says. Because <laughs> she's yeah. like, how do you figure that? <laughs> Um, and she says, um, uh, uh, Ali says, oh, sex is physical. Sometimes it's even primal. A raging penis. A raging, a raging penis. <laughs> Knocking over podiums. Exactly. Agent of chaos. <laughs> Renee starts giggling um, and Ali just looks really annoyed. And she's like, oh, get your mind out of the gutter kind of thing. And she's like, never mind. And she goes, but a kiss. And she's like, a kiss. 
The reason we probably didn't rip each other's clothes off is because there's more intimacy, more emotion, more connection in a kiss than any other physical act. And we wanted to stay right there in that, that place. It was so... And there's that, a flashback of that fucking kiss again, like in sepia tone. Um, and I was just like, okay, okay, have this as your storyline if you must, but do not glamorise this shit. We do not need sepia for this. We need like crime scene, black and white. We need horror music. I was just like, no, 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 no. Right from the off. Um, so yeah, and Annie's all like breathless thinking about it. The opening credit sequence to seven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shots of teeth and stuff. I know it was awful. Um, so Annie's all like breathless thinking about this fucking kiss, and Renee's got no time for it. And she's like, "So what?" And then the bell rings, the doorbell, and Annie's like, "Who? Like, what the fuck?" And Renee's like, "I don't know." And Annie goes up to the door and she looks through the peephole and she kind of screws up her face like, "Oh." and she opens the door and then there's this horror movie string yeah. and Greg is just standing there like a serial killer. I know, I loved it because I was just sitting there going, uh, in my notes it just says, Detective Ed Green is back on the case! <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> Jess L. Martin is Detective Green from Law and Order. I just wanted to be like, dun dun! Like, ready to go. <laughs> He's just like, ready to go smack a purr. You know, get ready, get ready! He's so menacing. I love him. I, I also love that he's like he's. I don't know if you've seen. He's in what the one of the best X Files episodes that was ever made. The first ever. The first of a few, maybe I think two or three episodes that was written and directed by David Duchovny. Yeah, oh. it's called The Unnatural, and it's okay. about an African American baseball player in the fifties who turns out to be a little bit more than he seems. Right. And I swear to God, anyone, even if you're not a fan of the X-Files, just go watch that I episode. You don't even need to know anything that. about it. It's like self-contained. And, he, and yeah. his performance is fucking beautiful. I love I can't remember Martin. that. I've watched all of X-Files. I've never watched only it. once. Watch uh, it I, I again. can't remember and also, it. It's also a big fan favourite because it's one of, because Duchovny wrote it, mm-hmm. he gives uh, Gillian Anderson, Scully, an actual scene where she's just happy. She's eating a rice dreamsicle and teasing him. Oh. And, play, and they're kind of being playful with each other. No. It's, it's, and and it's, you can see that, that gift from another from an actor to another actor of like, yes. I'm going to give you an episode where you're not just forlorn. For yeah, 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 yeah nice. completely. Nice. You're not just Clarice Starling it up. Anyway, Jesse <laughs> I've never watched The X-Files. I need to watch no, it. No, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's definitely if, good. If you, it's one of those shows where you can easily find like a list of like bangers. Because yeah. a lot of them are very self-contained or like yeah. Monster of the Week. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. Completely. Um, that's good. And if Jesse's in it, then I am on oh, board. Oh, well, <laughs> seriously, no, seriously. I'll get that one. Let me know immediately what you think because it is a I will. banger. Immediately. Banger. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so Greg's there uh, looking like a serial killer. Um, and we remember that, of course, Ali was meant to meet him for dinner. She stood him up! I know. She stood him up! I know. What the fuck, man? I know. <laughs> Poor Greg. Poor well, Greg. He's obviously pissed off. Yeah, like, understandably. Um, and she's like, oh, I, well, I just had to come back here and lie. And Greg, like, rounds on her, like, huh? And she's like, lie down. Uh, wow, the time. I'm sorry. Cramps. <laughs> and I'm like, don't, like, no. don't uh, use okay. cramps as, like, okay. an excuse when it's not real. Don't like, vote then in. <laughs> no. Um, and Greg is like, I get two nights off if I'm lucky. I don't like being stood up. And we're like, oh yeah, he's like a doctor with an important job. Yeah. Even worse. Yeah, like... exactly. <laughs> 
Um, and she's like, okay, Greg, there is a reason. Um, and it seems like she's about to tell him, but then Renee comes running up and is like, no, that's not. And Ali's like, Renee? And Renee's like, don't you dare give him the reason. And then she goes to Greg, we're women. We're against reason. And I'm like, Renee, what are you doing? Both of you. Like, now it's catching. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like bringing out all the female stereotype tropes, like crabs. Lack of logic. So so, so one person kisses Billy and suddenly it's just 90s feminism breaking out like wildfire. Like 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 an STD. Well, then Greg goes, excuse me. And I was like, there is never a more valid use of those words. Yeah, exactly. Um, And Renee says, well, and that is what makes us mysterious. It works, doesn't it? It got you to come right to her doorstep, right where she wants you. And she like pushes him along. Go sit down. <laughs> and, and and Greg goes to sit down and Renee kind of pulls Ali away from earshot um, um by her ear, which I hate when they do that to each other, it's yeah. really annoying. Um but Renee's like, you are not gonna tell him. And she's like, he already knows about my history with Billy anyway. And Renee's like, fine, and you'll be history with him too if he knows what happened. And Ali's like, so I should just say, and Renee's like, nothing. And Ali's like, what kind of a way is that to begin a relationship? Dishonesty. And Renee's like, oh, every relationship starts with dishonesty, you dope. It sets the stage for marriage. And Ali goes, that is ridiculous, even for you. And then Renee's like, if you have any remaining hope of being with this guy, you cannot tell him that you were kissing. And then she suddenly goes, Billy! Because, like, she's seen something behind Ali, and then there's this dramatic chord, like, Dum! and Ali realises that Billy is just, just like, he's in the house. He's just walked in. He's walked just in. in. Didn't even knock. Did, right, did, right in. Is it because they said his name three times? No. <laughs> like a handy moment. It's like, speak of the devil, and he shall appear. It is unacceptable. Unacceptable. <laughs> well, anyway, Greg gets up from the sofa in the background, like, what are you doing here? And Renee's like, sounding really desperate. He's here to see me! <laughs> Blurts it out. And Greg's like, what? Um, and Ali um, is like, oh my god and Renee walks over to Billy and is like taking his hand and Billy's like oh yeah we're uh, planning Ali's surprise birthday party and Greg's like gee I hope you pull it off Billy's like oh yeah uh, surprise and then Ali just kind of is is, like laughs in disbelief and is really sarcastic and like narrowing her eyes at Billy and is like Whoop-de-doo. Like, <laughs> everyone is fuck? very unconvincing. <laughs> beginning, beginning the palpable sexual tension that they display throughout the whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, then we're in titles. Yeah. So, what's a setup for this? It's a complete shit show already. It Let's was continue. A shit show. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, after titles, still in the apartment, Renee and Greg, uh, Renee's like distracting Greg basically in the background and Ali and Billy have gone to one side to have this like hushed conversation. Billy's upset that she's told Renee and it's like, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? Yeah, go fuck yourself. I can tell wherever I want. Well, she says, Billy, this is a big thing. Who do you want me to talk to about it? Georgia. And Billy goes, how about me? And I was like, sure, isolate her from all reason. That makes all the sense. Like, never more a red flag than a controlling man who doesn't want you to talk to anyone else apart from About his behaviour, yeah. Yeah. Completely. Um, You don't, like, kiss somebody that you're not supposed to after work and then the same night follow them home. This is the thing. You see them the next morning or something and go, like, so, let's talk about it. He won't leave her alone. Yeah. won't leave her alone no. it's like so... a fly on shit <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, he's like shit on a fly. He is. He's like shit on a fly. It's true. Um, well, they're sort of whispering, and Renee kind of calls over nervously from the other side of the room, like, "Hey, kids, leave me alone with Greggy, and I might start singing." And besides, it's my New Year's resolution not to mess with somebody else's other. Like really emphatically. And there's these like horror strings as, again as Ali and Billy like stare at her looking like yeah. Well, because there's like this weird gift moment They've with their eyebrows. Well, an Ernie or something. Yeah. Somewhere. Really? They like borrow their brow, yeah. don't they? They freed a Carlo up. Yeah, it's really strange. It's bizarre. Because it's, it's not obvious enough to be like a gift moment because you're at first you're like, what? And then you're like, Oh, their eyebrows are like, <laughs> like not normal. <laughs> it's really weird. It is yeah. a weird moment. Um, so then Annie's trying to dismiss Billy because she's like, oh, we've sorted out this party. Please go, cramps. I want everyone to go. Can we just hook up tomorrow? Um, and, and Greg's like, Annie. And she's like, great, great. Okay, bye. Um, and then she like grabs both their arms to like frog march them out <laughs> yeah. at the same time. And she's like, Billy, um, I'll kiss you later. And then she's like, <laughs> see you later. The my doll, it goes right to my head. Um, and then she like manages to get them both out of the door. And then she I bet that would have been like a really awkward moment <laughs> where Billy and Greg are just on the, on the door. other side together. <laughs> 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 you just imagine Greg, you know, I'm pretty sure she's been kissing you too. You know? <laughs> I don't even have to be a detective to work this shit out. It's weird. But then as soon as she shut the door, she like puts her head against it and then she says to Renee can you get Tracy on the phone because I've got her on speed dial and Renee's like at night and she's like she said if there was ever an emergency and I'm like okay this is where Tracy's really earning her college fund for (laughs) being fund Um, so I got really confused with the timeline in this episode because originally this next scene which is in Tracy's office I thought it was the next day because it Mm. seemed to be light out the window but later on it becomes obvious that it was meant to be that same evening Thing. It's it's supposed to be yeah like I think, I think the whole city thing lights in the window yeah things. no I think the whole because I've got a note later that goes this is like the longest night ever <laughs> like, yeah it's like what time did you all go to bed like so, soon to be put into a book entitled well, the longest night yeah. it was also the fact that Tracy was like in professional gear like she hadn't left the office yet like I was well, just like I, this just I, seems to I be quite late for her it, to it, still well be. I think. I think somewhere like America, you probably will, if you're willing to pay enough money, you probably are able to get your therapist sort of in an emergency and you can go meet them at the office. Also, from what it sounds, from what she says in this episode, it sounds like she has quite an isolated life. She deliberately isolates herself from people. Tracy. Yeah, she kind of gets, okay. she lets us a little bit behind the curtain, doesn't she? Yeah, 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 she does. So I, I could imagine a scenario in which maybe she kind of throws herself into her work a bit. But yeah, I, yeah. I do reckon there will be like therapists who yeah. who charge the big I bucks. I think they there would be, but the, I was surprised that she wasn't there in her pajamas. Nurses on call when the doctors on call don't cool. turn up in their pajamas. That's true. Like, <laughs> I don't know, it just felt like a next day kind of situation. <laughs> like maybe you call her to make an appointment, but you don't just rush down there. No, no, fine. I think I think if you pay enough money you can okay. get that kind of service. I would, so, I would love it if you all therapy was like a pajama party. <laughs> yeah, that would be better. I would definitely Lovely. disclose more. <laughs> so, so we're in Tracy's office. She's gone over there. 
Uh, Tracy's happy because she's like, you kissed him, fabulous. And she's like, are you listening? I'm falling in love with a new guy. I kissed the old guy who happens to be married. I could still love him. Not to mention his wife is a friend of mine. And Tracy's like, all oh, right. Georgia, there's the crusher. Like, <laughs> damn. Um, and Ali's like, how can you not take this seriously? I committed adultery. And I'm like, no, you didn't. You're not the one. You're with not the married. Spouse, yeah. yeah. Um, I betrayed a friend. Okay, shoot. True, true. Um, <laughs> um, I'm an awful person. And Tracy's like, Ali, every patient that comes into this office thinks that he or she is the world's biggest loser. For the first time, I agree. <laughs> Now, you know we were saying like recently when we had yeah. that episode with Bruce Willis yeah. and we were like yeah. oh Tracy isn't like that I think Tracy is like yeah. a touch of that I do think she is I don't think she takes it as far as Bruce Willis no I don't think like she does against the grain but yeah. I, I it's She's again one of those things where I'm like therapy isn't like this no, no, therapist would no. never call yeah. you a loser like, yeah. ever well, I, I think it's just uh, you know David E. Kelly thinking what would be really cool in this scene oh, what's, the, what's the most outrageous Thing she What's the say? funniest thing yeah, I can get all, out? Yeah. yeah, it's purely played for comedy. Well, uh, yeah. on that regard, Which, she yeah, then compares yeah. Ali to a baby yeah. and says, "You probably still poop green here. Have a rattle." <laughs> she and throws a rattle. Um, and she's like, "Aren't therapists supposed to suck up and make patients feel good so that they keep coming back long after you hike the rates?" Um, and Tracy just ignores her. She's like, "Okay, let's talk about Greg. Is he good in bed?" And this is when Ali admits that she hasn't slept with him and Tracy just <laughs> clicks on the laughter track from her stereo with her remote control and Ali like jumps off to switch it off. Over. Um, and Tracy's like, can I be blunt? And Ali's like, no, just continue to kid glove me. Um, and Tracy says, you go, you do the cute little preppy thing and you do that going, oh, I'm looking for a soulmate who can read Dickens to me on the phone and I understand that and I try not to judge you by my own vomit, but deep, 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 deep down, we both know what you are. And Ali's like almost scared to ask. And she's like, what? And Tracy goes, a slut. The way to your heart is up your fallopian tubes. And Ali's like, a slut? Like really offended. Horrifying. Um, and Tracy's like, come on, Ali. When you watch the nature channel and you see the snake swallowing the thing four times its size, ever wonder why you reach for the bounty? The quicker picker upper? And I'm like, you've done this joke this before. Is that happened. Um, and then she's like, you love sex. A man physically intertwining with you. You become one, connected. And Ali's like grossed out. She's not yet. She's like, no, stop. Squirming yeah. so much. She's like, Siamese genitalia, you find it meaningful. And Ali like gets up to argue. But then Tracy presses another button <laughs> on her remote and the sofa <laughs> that Ali was sitting on <laughs> comes out of the wall, scoops her up and goes back into position. Which I was like, maybe I need one of those. <laughs> but Tracy says, you like Greg, you're afraid you like Greg, you're afraid of falling in love again. So you're looking for some kind of guardrail to reach out and grab onto. And it's Billy, you kook. I can't wait to tell people. <laughs> and she goes to get up, get up again to like argue with her but as she gets up she's like wary of the sofa yeah, <laughs> she's like crouches to like try and block it um, and Tracy's like look it could be Greg it could be Billy Billy Greg here's the thing you can't know if Greg is right, the right guy for you until you know if you're sexually compatible with him 
So I want you to go home tonight, I want you to honk his horn and call me in the morning. Oh, and if you see a blimp on the way, ignore it. I love that because that's like basically David E. Kelly saying, hey, remember that really, uh, like... Strange just, blimp. The, the, do, you know, do you remember that God episode where it was all really heavy handed and there was like the kid going away with God again? That was all a bunch of fucking bullshit. And Tracy knows it and she's here to tell you. Yeah, exactly. We said that. Like, Thank you so much. Yeah, completely. Thanks for that. Completely. What do you think of Tracy's advice, though, uh, at well, this stage? Honking Greg's horn. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think it's great advice. I don't think that's going to solve anything. No, because it's not. The problem isn't with Greg. The problem is with Ali and Billy. Yeah, like. Greg's great. <laughs> yeah, I know. But and, just and sleeping you are not, with Greg is not gonna try no, to deal with her issues. No, around she's Philly. just and you know, Ali Ali is not gonna be able to sleep with Greg while all this is going on. No. She won't be able she physically won't be able to <laughs> no, she won't. like she'll be so guilt ridden, she'd just like She'd be imagining all sorts of shit in that yeah, completely. <laughs> Babies everywhere. <laughs> 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 just like, that's great. Uh, yes. Pick up from daycare. Um, maybe, maybe it was like Tracy was like, it's more of a test. It's like I'm gonna tell her to go sleep with Greg, and whether or not she does will let me know if the problem is about Greg or Billy. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. That's a good thing. How do you guys feel about her calling her a slut? Because that was nearly almost my objection. Ah, oh, okay. right. Because well, I don't think David e. Kelly is a good enough writer for this to be predating sex positivity. No, it's, no not. it's not. It's not at all. Um, I think the term is problematic, um, mm. but I think that Tracy's point about um, she likes sex and trying to get her to see that and to see that it's okay, I don't think she was making that point very well because she was mm. using a derogatory term for it, which obviously yeah, is not going to make Yeah, that very much, okay you know, slut is, is a word that is is problematic today because mm. although there are people that want to reclaim it and be like yeah i have lots mm. of sex and what like there's nothing wrong with it mm. like i think which is fine but certainly in 1999 yeah, that was not happening. the case yeah. at all yeah. Slut still very much was definitely in the negative mm. camp and i think like yeah but it, it's it's just that thing of like I do think Tracy is trying to be like, it's okay. Yeah. Well, no, but she, doesn't, she would have said, like, we all like sex. We yes. all want it. She yeah. Could, it I could have been worded like, well. no, yeah. no. It almost like, uh, almost like, yeah, this is, this is your, mm. you like sex. Yeah. Like, uh, as opposed to everyone else. <laughs> which, doesn't, which doesn't hold water because not five minutes ago, Ali was saying that she doesn't give a fuck about sex. Kissing is the thing. Yeah. So yeah, she yeah, actually yeah, yeah. Is, has completely disproven that theory yeah. Yeah. earlier yeah. in the episode. Yeah, no, I So it does, right. it's not a great observation. No, no, no. When has Ali right. ever really been like that into sex, really? I think she is more than she likes to think she is. Uh, yeah, that's I, mean. the th- I think she's slightly... I think she likes to... Remember um, Dong? Yeah, no, I think she <laughs> likes to romanticise... Um, her feelings about sex. Her feelings around sex. And I think she likes to... Like, the idea... Like, in the first season, she had this character arc whereby she really tore herself apart 
over the fact that she just wanted to sleep with a guy mm. for his big dick yeah. and that was it and and like and she it was, was the just... thing she felt she had to confess about yeah she like she felt <laughs> she felt as opposed terrible. to all the other shit she'd done she felt worse. terrible that she wanted to sleep with a man and not have a relationship with him yeah like she felt like she was the worst human being for this and it's just it, it's very yeah like i think she's just a normal woman yeah and, and sure. whereas whereas like i think almost the way Tracy phrases it is almost like, you're a nymphomaniac. (laughs) I think Tracy is not going about this in a very good way, but I do agree with the point that someone needs to make her realise that it's totally fine to be into sex. Yeah. 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 But Tracy's not doing that very well. I don't think she's doing it very well. I think it's just David E. Kelly. I have more to say about David E. Kelly probably later. Yes. It's, Don't we all? It's, it's, more like, it's more like he kind of like he, he was writing this thing and he was like, what again? Like, what's the funniest thing that the, yeah, the, the most the, yeah, therapist could say right now? Is just call us like, but then and everyone will go oh, and then she'll say something like interesting stuff about like sexuality, <laughs> and then it'll be fine, and everyone will say I'm a really good writer. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Annie comes away from that therapy session with Tracy. I really want us to like tot up the amount of money Tracy must have made out of this entire episode. <laughs> She's such a Tracy heavy episode. <laughs> okay. Which I'm not necessarily. No, upset I love about, it. I like yeah. I love like as problematic as she can be, like yeah. she is a funny character. And, and she does she call is... Ali on her bullshit a lot yes. of the time, which yeah. is good. But yeah, she has made some bank this episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Annie has come away from that back to Renee at home and it's talking still the about same it. night yeah still the same I've got a note being like how long is this night well I've got a, t- a note that says so what time is it and <laughs> um, so Annie's like I don't know what's worse me and my problems or the people I go to <laughs> and Renee's like Ali she does have a point if you're looking for a truly informed decision here is and Ali is like are you saying I should audition a guy in bed and Renee's like I'm saying that sex is a big part of a relationship and Ali's like no sex is a symptom of a relationship and Renee's like who the hell said that and who I was the like, hell did say that right? and Ali's like what you'd never marry a man without sleeping with him first and I was like uh, of course not. I was like, <laughs> what? I was like, Jesus, what a stupid fucking question. <laughs> well, Renee obviously is like, absolutely not. Allie, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? I know. Like, you are not in the deep south in some Christian cult. Like, yeah, like, you, you wearing a ring. Yeah, yeah. a purity ring. Anyway, Ali's like, well, I am not about to sleep with Greg just to find out how good he is. And then Billy just walks Annoys me. He's always just barging like, into her office. You, I would but never, no one, not someone's home. Never walk into someone's home, no matter how like well I knew them. Like I just you don't, don't you just don't do that. I, I wouldn't even go to somebody's house without telling them. I was yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm just mad. Who think he is? The entitlement of it. It's only in TV that people just show up in each other's house. Like you know, if you ever watch Smallville, like someone would just show up in his barn. It's like you're on property. <laughs> Like, like, you're trying to fast. Just shoot you, him. You could have been shot by my dad. Get off my land, boy. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, I'm not supposed to have girls here, man. I know there's fairy lights on everything. Horrendous. 
Awful. Anyway, nobody's noticed that he's just walked in like the creepy is um, and so Ali's continuing going plus which I already know you can tell how a guy makes love by the way he kisses and then she sees Billy and like screams because yes. I think that's what everyone would do <laughs> if saw Billy in their room um, and Renee's like did you already give him a key <laughs> which I thought was funny and then Billy's like the door was open Ali you could we need to talk still knock you could still knock I know you could still knock they forgot to salt the threshold <laughs> Like Billy's supposed to be a lawyer. The door being open is not a defence to like breaking an entry. No, it's not. Like, no, not at all. You fucking idiot. Like you bellet. Well, it's just entitlement, isn't it? It's just I I can just walk in. So yeah, uh, so Annie walks into her bedroom and Billy follows her and I've lost all sense of the timeline and what's happening. But, isn't yeah. that Renee's bedroom though? No. No, because it's the, the bedroom with the the doors with the, the French windows. Doesn't Annie have one of those as well? No. Oh, okay, fine. It's no. Renee's bedroom. It's what Renee's they, bedroom. Whatever. What's that mean? What are they just like banging in there? Like, you know what I mean? Like, she doesn't, Renee doesn't know that's not going to happen. So if I was Renee, I'd be like, so I'm moving out. You <laughs> can burn that bed. You burn everything. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last time either of you will ever see that. <laughs> But yeah, Billy closes the door after them and Ali's just looking really wary and upset of him because he's acting like a stalker serial killer at the moment. because yeah, he won't leave um, her alone. And he, she's waiting for him to talk because he's come here saying, we need to talk. So it's like... It's okay, like this long silence. Then. Yeah. And he just sighs at her and Ali's like, okay, well, good. I'm glad we cleared the air. Are you going to go now? And he's like, Ali. And she's like, Billy, there is too much swirling around in my head to think clearly. Anything we have to say to each other... Like, let's just talk later. Right now, I think you should leave Georgia. I mean, leave here. <laughs> leave here, damn it. And Billy's like, we have to confront the truth of what just happened and why it happened. And I'm like, we don't have to do that now. Let's, no. let's get some sleep. Fucking <laughs> hell. Stop getting her when she's like tired and vulnerable. And then she's like, truth. Huh, truth. Okay, what is it? And Billy's like, I don't know. And she's like, did you? come here to tell me something or did you come here for me to tell you something i think that's a really like a good line of questioning like what are you here for yeah Yeah. what's your problem i've written down that they start playing a game of love chicken yeah Yeah. that's exactly each one is kind of trying to avoid kind of defer the responsibility to the other one yes exactly exactly it's avoiding agency almost yeah 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 which, mm-hmm. like, someone take the reins here. Whose yeah. fault is this going to be inevitably? Yeah. yeah well, exactly. And yeah. with someone like Billy, and I've known people, men like him, um, sorry, hashtag men. not all men, <laughs> but, uh, but like, I have known men like him. Yeah. Where, so hashtag all men like Billy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they are, the worst thing you could ever say about them is that they're the bad guy. They will do anything to avoid Ooh. being the bad guy. So that's why he's doing it. And yeah. from Annie's perspective, I would say that she's just like, well, I didn't start this. Like, why is it me that has to be the one that's like yeah. taking responsibility? Like, so it's just the recipe for disaster. Anyway, so um, Billy kind of comes closer to her and he's like, I- I'm not sure. What, ha- what happened was the most wonderful worst thing I ever did and Ali's like I don't think we should analyse this tonight and Billy's like yeah our heads will be much clearer tomorrow and Ali's like much and he's like because this was either a mistake that happened as a moment of and Ali's like weakness and he's like yeah or it wasn't 
like Jesus Christ. Really comprehensive Such a good summary. Um, yeah, and Annie's like really business like, like, yep, that's exactly how I see it, one or the other. And Billy's like, and tomorrow? And I was like, yep, it'll be clearer. And he's like, yeah, good night. And I was like, good or, night. Good morning. <laughs> 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 he, he walks back with that maintaining eye contact. That's exactly what happens. And actually, he does do that. And then as he leaves, he does like this finger gun. Like, like <laughs> And like, I'm like, what the fuck is that about? Like, why did he insist on having that conversation? It was like a, such a loving conversation as well. Like, like the only person he needs to be speaking to right now is Georgia. Yeah. And he's not there. No, no. I'm like, if I was Georgia, I'd be like, where the fuck is my husband? Where has he gone? Georgia's just embroidering in bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she does whenever he's not there. And sigh. Yeah, sigh. And look at her wedding ring. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, How much can I get for it? <laughs> It's just ridiculous. Oh, so finally, the, the, the moon has gone around the sun. <laughs> um, and Ali's left her apartment building and she gets to the sidewalk and she starts walking and the opening notes of a song called Last Night by the Marquise starts up. And when she, and she, she stops and the music stops and then she starts again and it starts up and then she stops and it stops and this happens yeah, like yeah, twice yeah. more and then she starts again really slowly and it kind of matches the tempo mm. of however she's walking until it kind of goes to normal speed and then she continues walking until the music gets to a point in the track where the like instrumental stops and then this singer goes last night Yeah, and then a car beeps her because she stopped yeah, in the middle yeah. of the street. Because so she's, she's Ali, of course. Clearly feeling quite ashamed, I guess, yeah. about last night is what I think that is supposed to denote. I mean, it? Yeah. I mean, it's not exactly subtle. No, no. <laughs> and then Ali, um, the driver of the car, is like, "Are you awake, lady?" Like, like, not happy. And she just looks really annoyed and continues walking, and the music continues, and she's kind of like swiping at her head to get it to stop. She's like, I don't, know. I don't like it. Um, so then she gets to Cajun Fish and she's coming, um, she's in the elevator and as it arrives at her floor, she starts to move and her eyes are kind of like wincing because she's like anticipating the music to start again and the music does start up again and she's kind of furrowing her brow and like grabbing her messages and then she stops at the last night bit again (laughs) and like she's like shaking her head like as if trying to like shake it out of her system (laughs) and as she's doing this with her eyes closed Georgia comes and is just standing in front of her looking really annoyed and Ali like opens her eyes and sees she's there and like it's like like (laughs) Um, she's like Georgia hi and Georgia's like hi that's all you have to say to me hi and Ali's like is there a problem like because obviously she's like what does she know yeah Yeah. and and Georgia's like you jump you dump the boy interrogatories on me that's your case Ali and Ali's like oh (laughs) yeah thank god Um, well uh you know I just you did you'd oppose the doctor so you know I just thought you could do that bit and Georgia's like oh 
And Ali's like, but if it's a problem, and she's like, oh no, I guess I can do that. That's what really upsets me. Yeah. Is that like Ali clearly pulled that out of her ass, and then Georgia feels bad about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, don't feel bad about it. Oh, Georgia. Really so Georgia walks away, and as she moves away, we see she's got like a, a knife. knife in her back. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been rewatching this uh, a lot of this season. Yeah. I haven't been rewatching the whole show like you guys have. Yeah. Uh, but I remember what I did watch it with yes. Dave, you know, years yes. ago. Um, is this the longest sustained uh, fantasy that she's ever had, where she's essentially, for about 24 hours, constantly hallucinating? Is no, I think we definitely, she she's had periods of her life where right. that, that has happened before. Because it feels like, a, like, an epi like an episode. Like, like, yeah. like yeah. because then the knife is still in George's back later, later on. on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And no. like, a lot of this episode is kind of like a horror movie. Yeah, like, yeah. Even with like the car almost hitting it. It's like yeah. a horror, horror movie trope and yeah. Billy showing up and the strings and all that. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. There's a true. lot of horror yeah. in this episode. Yeah, well, I am concerned. Right, so. <laughs> like, she's having like, she's like got like schizoaffective sort well, of it's... borderline personality or something. Like, like it feels like something like she's having an actual event. For all the times that she's gone to Tracy, she never once mentions that she's seeing all these things no in this episode like, at least yeah. and it's yeah. like you'd think you'd mention that well it's funny yeah. because like she she's only just started seeing things and hearing things mm. again like mm. last night yeah. she wasn't seeing and hearing things yeah. yeah like i think um but no she has definitely gone through times previously mm. where she is seeing a lot of stuff that is not there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and I think, like, yeah, and we've talked about this before, about whether, like, she has some kind of underlying serious mental yeah. illness. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think she definitely has depression yeah. and things like that. So. But, like, uh, depression and anxiety, probably. Mm. But, yeah, she might do. She might have, like, an underlying personality disorder. But nobody seems like, interested in investigating. No, 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 no one's no. even her own therapist. <laughs> well, I find it really funny because all the other characters are walking around the office and they don't. we only get, like, one scene with each other character. Yeah. yeah. There's no trials in this episode. No, no there's no, no trials. Is, is a... this why it's called Sideshow? Maybe. I was wondering why, because it feels like it's all happening while everyone else is at work side. doing yeah. their jobs. Yeah. And I'm just imagining people like Ling and Nell just, like, talking about normal stuff and yeah. behind them the Ali's just going ah! <laughs> <laughs> just like, like she's on fire in the background just doing <laughs> just crazy things like they're so <laughs> and, they're just, and they're, just, they're just completely fine with like oh, Ali. hey Ali how's it going uh, so anyway the merger you know. <laughs> exactly it's very funny it is like completely separate to anything else that's yeah. going on in that world yeah. it's the first time I think that I remember the the fan the the meme bits mm. as you say like actually being quite disquieting and ha ha yes. haunting. Yeah. 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 Like, imagine if you couldn't stop seeing yeah. things, like, things like a knife in a someone's knife in back. Somebody's back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know it's like a cartoon knife, but it's still like not nice. It yeah. is yeah. still like Ugh. it does yeah. make you go Ugh, when you first see it, yeah. especially because I think there is like this um, chord that plays. It's like doom. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. If they had like a ring, <laughs> it would have been okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we all had a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, Georgia walks off with her knife, um, and Ali <laughs> starts walking towards her office as the music starts up again, and she gets into the office, and she closes the door behind her as the track stops again, and this time, this, the singer goes, you know your mama taught you better than that. <laughs> and Ali starts, like, banging her head on the door, going, it's only a kiss. It was only a kiss. It was only a kiss. She's missing it, bright side. I know. <laughs> and then she goes, and as she's about to go, it's only a, like, a 
Elaine opens the door as she was about to bang her head, meaning that she Banged hurts her herself and like she cries out in pain. And Elaine's like, oops. <laughs> and she goes, are you free for Billy? And Ali's like, well, he's not free for me. So what difference does it make? And then she's like, she sort of stops herself and she goes, why? And Elaine goes, he's here. I meant to tell you on the way in. And Ali just swishes round and Billy is <laughs> sat there, cold as brass, looking so fucking smug behind her desk. I hate him. <laughs> oh, B&E, back at it again. He's <laughs> the worst. He's just the worst. And Terrible. Ali's like trying to shrug it off, like, oh, well, I knew you were there. Um, and Ali's like, <laughs> says to Elaine, like, I knew he was there. <laughs> like, um, and she walks to her desk as Billy walks to Elaine to kind of be like, shoo her Excuse out. us. Yeah. And, and Elaine's like, why? What have you done? And both of them are like, Elaine. And Elaine goes, snap and ish. <laughs> and she leaves, um, uh, which is funny. Um, and then Billy comes back up to the desk because Ali's like getting settled. And she's like, so? And he's like, are things any clearer? And he's acting like he's mad at her. Mm. Like he's just really, really like stern. Strange. And like business-like. Her. And it's just really weird. It's the and beginning he... of every great love affair. <laughs> well, it's just really weird. And also... <laughs> steely, uh, <laughs> steely ultimatums <laughs> and accusations. But also he can fuck off with that attitude. Like yeah, he's completely. the one that's done this. Yeah. Like, ugh. Anyway, um, well, Ali's like suspicious because she's like, are they clearer for you and he's like I asked you and Ali doesn't say anything and he's like I see and she's like you see what and he's so butthurt because he goes <laughs> obviously you think it was wrong and even if I were interested in going down a road it's not open to me I'm sure you're right and he goes to like leave and I'm like tickle your toys out of the pram what the fuck you're such a child and Ali's mad at him now because she's like hold on just a second you think I'm gonna let you get away with that and he's like with what And she says, you want me to say it was wrong. You want me to hold the stop sign so that you can walk away feeling, hey, I followed my heart and took my shot. Well, you can forget that, Billy. The road is open. Let's go. (laughs) And he's like, you you don't fool me. You're the one who regrets the things that you don't do that you need for me to say not a chance because the idea that maybe you backed off from following your heart. And she's like, I'm not backing off. And he's like, right, I know you too well, Ali. And she's like, I loved you my whole life. I've never loved anybody but you. And then her inner voice goes, that. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes well you're the only woman I can see myself growing old with so I guess we better just go for it and she's like I agree kiss me again and he's like you liar and she's like you're the liar and she's like you don't even have the guts to make a decision and he's like you would never betray Georgia you would never go down that path in a hundred years and Ali's like I am standing right here and I am falling for you more and more with every second that passes so you better nip this in the bud right now and I am not kidding and Billy's like, how about we meet at your apartment lunchtime? And Ali's like, why? And Billy goes, because it's true, Ali. I can't stop thinking about you. And I can't go another day without making love to you. Vomit. Vomit. <laughs> and I was like, yes, you can. And maybe you will just have to. <laughs> oh, my God. But there's all this ominous staring at each other. And yeah. I'm like, this is not no, they're yeah, like they're, they're daring each other. Yeah. The, the beginning of the scene feels like that game in Who's it anyway, where they, you have to ask a question, otherwise you get uh, beeped out. Right. Yeah. Like yes. every single, yes. like the first eight lines each are all questions. Yeah. 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 So it's that, just yeah. like, oh, just 
like pack it in guys god yeah. sake knock your heads together <laughs> so Annie's back at Tracy's um, <laughs> I'm like does she do any work is she just on call <laughs> she must have cancelled like all her patients to handle Ali yeah I like. know I bet she did she cleared her entire schedule um, but Ali's like pacing up and down and she's like it's a trick he's bluffing and Tracy's like yep that's what men do they bluff women into bed and go through with it the bastards <laughs> <laughs> and Annie's like would you please listen to me and she's like I am I told you to have sex with Greg I'm so confused and I was like you and me both I'm so confused <laughs> and Annie's like well I haven't got round to Greg yet and then she sits down and she's like what if it's not a bluff what if Billy really does want to make love and Tracy's like and what if and he's like, I know he really doesn't. I just know. He wants to be able to live the rest of his life with Georgia saying to himself, at least I tried. I know him. I know him. I know him. <laughs> he wants to be able to have his cake and not eat me. And I was like, that is Billy's entire MO. <laughs> have all his cake. <laughs> and so she's like, yeah, it's all just a bluff. And, and Tracy's like, well, suppose he really does want to go through with it. And Ali's like, I won't. Of course I won't. And then she has this weird, like, sly smile on her face. Yeah. Like, she's like, maybe I will. And, yeah, and Tracy's like, well, why are you so afraid to just tell him that? And Ali's like, well, because if I have to second-guess myself miserably ever after, I want him to, too. <laughs> be lonely for, did she say I want him to be lonely forever? Or is that, is that this scene? No, no not yet. No, Tracy no. says, are you afraid you might say yes? And Ali's like, never. And Tracy just raises an eyebrow. And Ali's like, I'm sure I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm like, sure, Ali. Sure. <laughs> so back at Cajun Fish, um, George is in the elevator and Ali also gets in. So they're in there together. Mm. And George is apologising because she obviously had a go at her this morning about this work stuff. And um, she's like, look, I'm sorry I jumped on you. It's just, you know, stuff. And Ali's like, oh, well, forget it anything I can help you with? And George is like, no. Um, and then a heartbeat sound starts mm. and Ali sees the whole elevator beating like the telltale like heart. Pulsating, mm. yeah, it's very telltale heart. From isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it kind of gets faster and faster. Yeah, closing in. And like more yeah. and more pronounced until the elevator arrives and the doors open and mm. George is like, see ya and she like gets off and leaves and Ali like catches her breath and then as Georgia walks away she sees she still has the knife in her back <laughs> in my notes I just wrote Ali is black swan crazy yeah. <laughs> she is yeah that is the she's gone nuts this is a nightmarish fever dream it is maybe oh my god imagine if the next episode was her waking up and it was all a dream I would love that so much <laughs> Um, but no, it's not, sadly. Um, so then Richard walks past because he sees that Ali's not got off. Mini yeah. And he's like, and he goes, Ali, you're getting off? And she's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, just looks at her. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And she kind of grabs the door before it closes. And she gets out of the elevator and then the music starts up again. And yes. she like walks past Elaine's desk and stops. And the music stops. And she just goes, is Billy in there? And Elaine's like, no. But you can tell something behind the Oh yeah, because Ali like, walks towards her office right. and there's like this little like quirk Corner of a smile. smile yeah. <laughs> so she keeps moving and the music starts again and Ali closes the door just as the singer in the at the fr musical phrase stops and the singer goes, mm. <laughs> <laughs> And she turns around and Greg is there sitting on her desk. And Ali's just like, of course. Um, 
And Greg's like, Ali, are you going through some kind of crisis? And Ali's like, does it show? <laughs> and he's like, uh-huh, what's the matter? And she's like, Greg, it's personal. And I'd really like to work out on my own before I... And she says, I know this must be frustrating for you to hear, but is it possible for you to understand without understanding? And I'm like, she is asking a lot. Yeah. yeah. A lot a of this huge guy. amount. Um, but Greg, to his credit, is like, sure, but I am here to help. And she's like, I know that. And he says, you can't walk through life alone, Ali. And then Ali's like, that isn't a problem at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but she is. She is walking through life alone at the moment. Also, I know. there's nothing wrong with being alone. <laughs> yeah, like, where's all this, you, you know, you're alone, you're a failure shit. That's well, true. I think yeah. it's more, you don't like have to cope network. with yeah. all your yeah, problems yeah. by yourself That's more way. than anything. Yeah, all right. But you're he... like, I'll let that happen. No, yeah. I'm defending loneliness. <laughs> After she stood her up yesterday and has been acting really strange, he is being a perfect sweetheart today yeah. because he's like, I'm going to take your cue. Should we talk tonight? She's like, sure. And he goes to leave and they see some kind of movement as the door is like a jar and he opens it and he just kind of gestures for a lady. Yeah. <laughs> she's been like riding around the Clearly corner. Kind of <laughs> Another case closed. Ding, ding. <laughs> so, yeah. So, detective... What's his name? Detective Green. Detective Green, Green. Leaves. And Elaine comes in and leaves something on Ali's desk. And she realises that Ali's just like staring after Greg. And she says, what's wrong? And Ali's like, what? Oh, Greg, he's really wonderful, isn't he? And Elaine's like, yeah. And Ali's like, a woman would be crazy not to... And Elaine's like, are you trying to talk yourself into loving him? <laughs> and Ali's like, it's not that. And Elaine's like, what is it? And she's like... What it is, it's like it always is, Elaine. I don't want what I want, and I want what I don't want. And to complicate it even more right now, I don't know what I want or don't want. And Elaine's like, maybe you should uh, see a therapist. <laughs> and Ali's like, I already am. She told me I should sleep with Greg to find out if we're physically compatible. And Elaine is like, hold up. <laughs> she even lifts a finger. She's like, you haven't slept with him yet hello and Ali's like why? why is that so damn important sex is sex sometimes it's better sometimes it's not what do you really learn by taking a little test drive and Elaine's like Ali you're not serious, not serious. <laughs> and Ali's like what does it say about a woman and as she's talking uh... Richard comes in to like deliver the <laughs> folder <laughs> and Ali's like Richard would a man ever judge a relationship based on how good the sex is why are you asking this man that's a question you know what he's gonna say fucking hell well he goes it, well he lays a fishism on us which is great he goes of course true love means short refractory time fishism Seen Billy. <laughs> Seen Billy. Um, and Elaine's like, well, I think he left for lunch. And Ali's like, lunch? Lunch? <laughs> Is it lunchtime? Oh, my God. It, I was, it's just, well, I hate it when it sneaks up on you. And she, like, yeah. runs out. Remember when you left the office and went across town to have a therapy session and then came back in the space it's of lunchtime two now. and a half hours? <laughs> and you've done literally and no done work. done no work. <laughs> Well, she hurries out the door and, of course, the music starts up again. Like, <laughs> do, 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 like, and she's jogging down the street with the music, like, matching her speed, like, yes. fast. And then she stops as she gets opposite the stoop. And then Billy gets out of a car because he's kind of arrived at the same time. And he just sees her and looks at her. And then there's all this, like, poignant music. And like, he's, like, smiling at her. And they're just... 
Yeah. And then the scene kind of melts into them going in the into flat. Ali's apartment and mm. standing in the living room. And Ali's really like perfunctory because she's like, <laughs> he was like, maybe just put her on the back foot. What if I not break in this? Thing? <laughs> yeah. I'll be waiting outside Wait. like an ordinary yeah. person. Yeah. Just, just really to fuck with her shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's really perfunctory and she's like, can I get you anything? Coffee? And he's like, no thanks. Um, and she's like really nervous because she's like, oh, well, for the last two years, I've imagined this scenario at least a hundred times and it always felt so romantic, but it, it doesn't feel romantic now. It feels, and Billy's like all quiet and vulnerable <laughs> in inverted commas. <laughs> and he's like, terrifying. And I'm like, you've done this, you yeah. big buffoon. <laughs> like, yeah, what's wrong with you? No. And Annie's just like, did you really come here to... And he's like, did you? And she's oh my like... God. Answer a fucking question! <laughs> oh no! He's always answering a question with a question. Yeah. She's like, no. So there, you win. You don't have to punish yourself for not taking a dare. You took it. And Billy's like, if I wanted to take a chance, Ali, I wouldn't accept no for an answer. advancing towards it. I know! Yeah. I was like, this is not as romantic as you seem to think it is. That's just rapey. That's rape. That's rape. <laughs> what is wrong with him? He, he honestly said he, that thinking that was like a good thing to say. human being. That's what's wrong with him. <laughs> Jesus. I was like, you cannot put this in this like sepia-toned love montage. No. Like, that's not a good thing to insert. If I wanted to. I would rape you. That's how much I love you. <laughs> I'm like, back the fuck up. It's like, don't worry, I picked, I picked up on all your signals. <laughs> Get the shotgun out. <laughs> Those 20 questions you just asked me, the answer is, of course, that you'd want me to not take no for an answer. I hear it loud and clear. Thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Thank you, Ali, for your, for your, for your honesty and your compassion. Don't say another word. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it in Renee's room. <laughs> what is the matter with him? It's terrible. It's what's the matter with him? Well, yeah, like you say, he advances closer <laughs> and says, "I'm not going to pretend that I'm certain of anything." And Ali's like, "What well, for God's sake, Billy? If you're not certain, then..." And Billy's like, "You said you played this scene out a hundred times. How does it end?" And Ali like <laughs> reaches up to his lips and like gently strokes them, and then they kiss. And I'm like. Oh, for fuck's sake. He knows all her buttons. Yeah, He's like completely. a fucking jerk. Yeah. And anyway, they kiss and then they break it off and Ali goes, we'd get to there and then I'd start to cry. Well, and I'm like, what beautiful. kind of fantasy is no, this? No, no, but it's when you see like a tear drop down and she kisses him and a single tear drops down the, the side facing the camera. And I'm yeah. like, she's a great actor. Yeah. Like, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, great <laughs> No, I thought it was really well played. I have an interesting take on this scene, which is that okay. if they had had sex then... That's the end of the episode for me. I'm like, I'm like, right. So they want to have an affair. That's the scene. That's when. That's when it would happen. Right. But to me, it's like if they were actually in any way compatible and destined to be together. Like if you know there was any chance for a relationship, then that they would have met up at her apartment. They would have been alone, and it would have happened. And it's yeah. Like, so it's like it's like in a way, it's almost like it would have been in my head. As much as he's being this one hundred, he can't open his mouth without sounding fucking horrible. <laughs> but if she was in love with him and she wanted to be with him. That and that kiss happened, 
because they play like they play like they play it like they want to kiss each other. Yeah. You know? Then that's it. Like you know, like you know, she's a bit of you know, like it takes it, you know, it's one of those things where the fact that there's anything that anything else happens in the episode is the proof that it's, it's not. Not. It's yeah. Just, yeah. It's like because any you know, like if they were gonna have an affair, that's it the would time. that would have been it. the perfect time that's to it. start that. Yeah. yeah. Like you, he, I mean, he literally came to her office and said, "I want to do this," and she said, "Well, I dare you to do this." And then yeah. they showed up, and then they were there together, and yeah. then they kissed. And it's like it's like yeah, it, yeah they it had was any a... the fact that they even continue to discuss it for the rest of the episode is almost weird yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like the kiss was like very tender and sweet i suppose um but like i just yeah she's like she's like and then i'd start to cry and she starts mm. crying mm. and i'm just like billy this was your moment to be like let's use that <laughs> have beautiful sex together like, let's use that emotion yeah well i think the thing is it like she's crying in her fantasy like i don't know what fantasy ends in in someone crying but (laughs) (laughs) but like i think it's that thing of like this is not what she wants like the 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 fact that she's betraying uh greg the fact that she's betraying Georgia. georgia like this is not how she she knows she can't have Billy the way she wants to have Billy, which Mm. is... Doggy style. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've heard to him. (laughs) Got this strap on. (laughs) He would never agree to that. Never. In a million years. She wants to to break and enter him. (laughs) Without knocking. But she wants... wants, She wants to make Billy Butter hurt a reality. <laughs> oh my god. No, I don't think she, she does. I think she just wants to sob with him oh while they god. hold each other. She wants, she wants a Disney fantasy. She does. That's what she wants. Yeah. And she's never going to have it no, with Billy not... now because it's got too messy now. Yeah. Like she could have, it had they never broken up. Mm. That would have been perfect for Ali yeah. because it would have been so pure yeah. and so Disney-like. It's, it's latent like, emotion. Isn't yeah, it? it's, it's, just, it's a vestigial emotion from like but, a, a gone yeah. time. She's yeah. she's she's gre- she's forever grieved what she's lost, which is which this, was never really actually real. No, in the first it place. wasn't. She completely projected a lot of romantic, toxic, romantic stuff onto. Billy and that but relationship. But also the irony is, is that there was the potential for this to be the romantic story that she wanted it to be if he had gone and spoken to Georgia and broken up with her But even properly. then, I don't think Ali would, Ali would still have big issues with it because it is, it is meant, she would, she would be like wrecked with guilt that she's wrecked his marriage. Like she, it, it would Possibly. still not be the perfect yeah, Disney the fairy tale that she like, wants for herself. Life is never going to happen. Exactly. Gonna have that. No, yeah. she, she's she's a fucking child emotionally. She is, she is a she child. Is. She has not grown up at all. So you know, back at Tracy's. <laughs> <laughs> so how many times is that in the last twenty-four hours? I mean. She doesn't need any other patients at this stage. <laughs> um, Tracy's like, Is so... Is across the street? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Door, From like... her law firm and her apartment. <laughs> yeah, the Holy Trinity. <laughs> Is this taking place in rear window? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, who knows? But Tracy's like, 
so you didn't, and Ali's like, we didn't have sex. And Tracy's like, not even the democratic definition. And Ali's like, all we did was kiss once. And then my pea-sized brain went into panic mode. And Tracy's like, okay, first things first, you've got to dump Greg. And I nearly objected at this point. <laughs> I was like, no, no one dumps Greg. <laughs> Greg <laughs> dumps you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Ali's like, why? And I was like, good question. And Tracy's like, well, this is obviously about you and Billy, whether the two of you are right for each other. And we can't have it muddled up with Greg. we got to clear the deck. And I'm like, clear the deck of Billy though. <laughs> And Ali's like, but like you said, what if Greg is really the guy and I'm afraid of falling in love? So on some unconscious level, I'm looking to screw that up and grabbing onto Billy. I mean, what if, like you said, this is really about me loving Greg? And Tracy's like, oh, bugger, I forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs) This is what happens when I don't take notes. (laughs) And I was like, and Ali's like, damn it, this isn't funny anymore. Do you even get the concept of love? You probably tie relationships with a stick of gum and spit when the flavour's gone. It goes a little deeper than that. And I'm beginning to wonder if you do. And Tracy goes really quiet and she's like, you think I don't know love, Ali? (laughs) She takes her glasses off and she's like, the greatest love of my life. I sent him away. 11 years, three months and two days ago. And Ali's like, oh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. And Tracy's like, he asked me if I believed in immortality. He asked if I was afraid I'd burn if I got too close to happiness. I remember it as if it was last night. And Ali's like, it was last night. (laughs) It was last night on cable. That's what Paul Henry said to Betty Davis in Now Voyager. And Tracy's like, oh, bugger, you saw it. (laughs) And then Ali's like, I'm in the biggest crisis of my life and you're lifting a line from a movie. And she's like, take this seriously. And, Ali, and and Tracy puts her glasses back on. She's like, I need to see you and Billy together. I've only heard your side. I need to hear his. So, Which again, I don't think a therapist would ask the <laughs> I'm not sure you can just demand you bring people from your life into your therapy session. No. So it's weird to have like a like couples therapy for a relationship that hasn't started yet. Yeah, exactly. It's really yeah. surreal. Really strange. It doesn't bode well. No. So back at Cajun Fish, Elaine calls out to Ali because there's a massive bunch of flowers on Elaine's desk um, that have come from Greg. And Elaine says, I opened the card to see if there was any special water in it. <laughs> yeah, and, like, <laughs> and she says, thinking of you, yours, Greg, that says it all, doesn't it? Or does it only tell half the story? And Ali's like, what's that supposed to mean? And <laughs> Elaine's like, ask her. And and Ali swishes around and Ling is there and Ling goes, I'm penile psychic. <laughs> Favourite line. Something's <laughs> up in this office. <laughs> I'm penile psychic. I love that and Ali's like, well, it's not me. Thank you. And Ling just growls and walks away. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Yeah. Unacceptable for Also, sure. e- equally unacceptable if that's this, that's practically the only thing she does in the episode. It yeah. is, just yeah. shows up to growl, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah completely. Yeah. Just, there's like a little, yeah. Nope. No, he's like, nope, nope, nope. Nope. I love, I love Ling. I, really I love, love Ling. Yeah. I love Ling and I love Nell. Yeah. And I yeah. did at the time. As well. We love Ling and Nell! Yeah. yeah, they were, they were, like, Nell and John was actually the bit of the show that I actually remember. Oh, okay. I, I think about Nell and John a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 you know what I mean? Like, I genuinely do. I think, I think a lot about, about John and Nell in my adult life. All the time. Anyway. We need to take you to a therapy session to yes. find out why Maybe that we is. can unpack that in a future episode. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that can be 
be one of the episodes of your show where you talk yes. about it's like one of the forms of love. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Nell and John. <laughs> yes. Nell and John shipping. Non? Gel? Non. I, <laughs> I, think, I think it was decidedly non in several scenes. Non. There's at least one scene where he comes up decidedly non. Um. <laughs> Poor John. Um, well, anyway, yeah, sad times we don't get a lot of them in this episode, but yeah. Yeah. Ling is penal psychic and a... Uh, racial stereotype so oh. that, that happens and then Elaine's like Ali really is everything okay and Ali's like everything is never okay with me why all of a sudden does it matter and I thought that was a funny line and isn't that when like I think Elaine is quite hurt when she, she looks just, really she looks, sad yeah yeah. Like, yeah like a real humanity moment yeah she looks like, sad Elaine yeah. does look, I mean the yeah. thing is I think it's difficult because we all know Elaine is quite problematic at times yeah. in terms of asking people questions about their lives when they're not ready to share and also when it seems like she's got an agenda in terms of just wanting the goss like that's what she wants she doesn't actually Mm. care but in that moment I do feel like she did want to check like that she's okay and Ali's just ratty with her yeah I mean Ali's just ratty generally yeah yeah so Elaine looks sad she takes the flowers to go and sort them out um, and Ali's looking at the card as um, a song starts up sung by Rhonda called The Cheetah which was originally by Bob Cuman and the Inmen great name okay. for a group and then Ali's like jumping up and down taking deep breaths as this song plays in the background and then she spots Billy across the complex as Vonda sings, haven't you heard about the guy known as the cheater? Yeah. <laughs> and Annie looks at her card and then she looks back at Billy as he's talking with Nell. And then you see Georgia looking at Billy talking with Nell and Billy and Nell are like laughing. Like, oh. And Georgia's like looking really annoyed. Yeah. And then as Billy breaks away from Nell and like runs smack into Georgia, the track stops at an echo of cheater, 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 cheater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As Georgia just looks really suspicious. And Billy's like, everything okay? And Georgia's like, sure, with you. And Billy's like, fine. And Georgia's like, good. And like, they break apart. And then Georgia turns and sees Ali staring at them. And Ali's like, oh, oh. And she like quickly turns around and like scratches the back of her head, like really unsubtly. And then Georgia looks really like confused. Like, yeah. why are you watching me watch? Yeah. Like she I mean, what the like... show is implying that Georgia's suspicious of Nell and yeah. Billy. Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah. And yeah. that Billy and Georgia, things aren't great there. Yeah, and it's just very, it's, it's actually really sad how awkward really sad. they are with each other yeah. when they bump into each it's other. It's like they're strangers. Yeah, completely. Not spouses. No, But sleep no. in the same bed every Exactly. Night. It's really, really yeah. sad, that interaction. They're so distant from each other, yeah. emotionally speaking. And like, she knows something is going on he knows something is going on and it's just like but she's barking up the wrong, barking tree. Up the wrong yeah. tree and then so when she sees Ali has been watching them she uh, like the look of confusion on Georgia's face oh, I wonder really whether she thinks me. that Ali knows about this Billy and Nell thing she's got in yeah. her head and she's like oh is he confiding in her about it like, like and yeah not me. she's like, just you know, kind of very like wait what? what's happening what's going on yeah Something, she knows something is up, and she but she just well, doesn't quite know it's what it is. It's always the thing with Georgia, and what the thing that has happened to Georgia with this whole Billy and Ali reconnecting thing. It's like she's always she's not stupid, no. but they gaslight the shit out of her yeah, the entire the time, time yeah. and it really fucks 
me and off. You, and you can tell it'd be just like earlier when like she she gets angry at Ali and then Ali gives her some bullshit and then she immediately feels bad. Yeah. Like, you can see that happening with this situation. Like she's suspicious of Nell, then it turns out there's nothing going on with Nell. Yeah. And then she feels guilty for suspecting, even though he is playing away with somebody yeah, else yeah, or yeah. trying to emotionally yeah. emotionally cheating on completely, her. Completely, completely. I just Georgia, Poor Georgia, run away. Yeah. <laughs> run, run, run. Um, so, in the unisex, John is flossing. I note not with his hair. Earlier in the season, um, and uh, he's uh, looking at himself in the mirror while he does it. And Georgia comes in, and she just kind of rotates because they're circular mirrors that rotate, and she's on the other side. She rotates it so that she can yeah, see him. him. And she's like, "Hi, John." And John's like, "Georgia." And Georgia's like, "John, how are things with you and Nell?" And John's like, fine. And Georgia's like, but you're not dating. And Georgia's like, uh, John's like, no. And Georgia's really trying and failing to be casual here because she's like, <laughs> do you know if she's, you know, seeing anyone else? And John's like, not to my knowledge. Why? And then we hear Richard Ugh. sigh, and then Lynn comes out of a stall, wiping her mouth and leaves the room and Richard follows her from the same stall and he's holding his finger out <laughs> and he's like bygones and like walks out like no and I'm like this is like shorthand inappropriate. Ling giving him a blowjob yeah in yeah and it's like so no so like the only other appearance of Ling yeah from yeah. that yes. first one where she growls growling and um, blowjob cubicle yeah. yeah like it's just yeah. like uh, the, it's bad enough that you do this shit in your office. Like, when you take it out into, like, the unisex. No. Like, no, this is super gross and inappropriate. No. Like, well, George not disgusted, <laughs> as do I. Yes. So, back at Tracy's, uh, <laughs> Ali and Billy are making it rain on the couch. <laughs> all the money. I wonder whether she takes a fee from Ali and Billy for this session. Yeah, I don't think Billy's paying for this. Oh, Billy. Yeah, uh, I bet he wouldn't. I think he owes back payments. Yeah, yeah, he probably Jesus does. Christ. Like, he has caused most of this neuroses. <laughs> I've, I've written in my notes, Billy is already screaming. <laughs> yeah. He's like two seconds into he this. Has, yeah. He's, he's really hostile. But yeah. He starts off by being like, I can't believe I'm even here. And Tracy's like, well, you are here, so let's talk about it. Why did you kiss her? And he goes, look, my private life is my private life. And it's like, what did you think Why you were here? I've written, this episode is a Billy butt triage. <laughs> it really he's is. He's having open butt surgery. <laughs> uh, his symptoms persisted beyond 24 hours and he immediately submitted himself. They might have to cut it out. <laughs> he's Come gonna, he's gonna have a, 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 a his butt is gonna be concave. He will, he, will have, he will have a concave butt. <laughs> yeah, cut that butt. <laughs> it's like, what did you think you were here to discuss, no. Billy? Your public persona, <laughs> your personal brand. Like, hey, Billy, how's your mystique? <laughs> Tracy goes, is that what you tell Georgia? Which I thought was really funny. (laughs) (laughs) And Billy's like, I may have a duty to Georgia. I don't have one to you. And then Tracy's like, well, what about Ali? Any duty? And Billy's like, that's between me and her. And Tracy's like, hmm, her came to me. And Billy's like, and she shouldn't have. And I'm like, fuck you, Billy. You don't get to decide how Ali deals with your fucking bullshit. Yeah. No, he's really annoyed that she's outsourcing help. Like, <laughs> How do you think anyone yeah. gets through life? Yeah, no, he's really annoyed that, yeah, someone else is putting 
Yeah. Up, upset. Yeah. Yeah. So Tracy's like, such anger. Is it rage, passion, guilt? And Billy's like, it's all of that. It's rage. It's anger. It's guilt. And Tracy's like, you left out passion. And Billy's like, why am I here? And Tracy's like, yes, why? Maybe you're as confused as Ali over this. But the point is, you are here. You did come. So let's make it count. How are things with Georgia? And Billy's like, this has nothing to do with oh, her. God's sake. Um, and Tracy's like, you kissed another woman and it has nothing to do with your wife. And Ali's like, of course it does. Are things between you two? I mean, is that what's going on? You're, you're kissing me was a symptom of your problems with her? and Because if that's it, I... I think you can give me a little more credit than that, can't you? I was like, no. can we? We really can't, Billy. <laughs> you have no credit in the bank. None whatsoever. You are very much definitely in the minus figures when it comes to credit. You're in the red. <laughs> Again, we're minus one day into this relationship. We still the relationship, yeah. the relationship still hasn't started. Oh, oh my, my goodness. God. This guy is hard work. And Tracy's like, let's skip ahead a little. Not just because I'm bored, but because I think it might help. <laughs> Show me how you kissed Ali. And they're both like, rah! <laughs> like, Ali's like, excuse me? She's like, last night, show me. I want to see how you kissed her. I promise I won't touch myself. <laughs> and Billy's like, this is the person nurturing your mental health. And Tracy's like, just kiss her. I want to see. And Billy's like, no. What possible purpose would it serve for me to... And Tracy's like, there is a difference between lust and love in kissing. And Billy jumps up. So butthurt, being like, it wasn't lust. It wasn't lust. <laughs> And everyone's like, eh? <laughs> 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 I'm gonna punch your therapist in the face! <laughs> And then Tracy's like, okay, maybe we do have something here. And Billy's like, I'm leaving. And Tracy's like, great, run, seems to work for you. <laughs> Sick burn. Sick burn. Um, and Billy stops and Tracy like raises her eyebrows at Ali behind her back. Like, don't worry, I've got this. Like, yeah, it's fine, yeah, yeah. watch this. So Billy closes the door and turns around and is like, what was that? And Tracy's like, you run, that's what you do. And Ali's like nodding. <laughs> I guess that is what he does. And Billy's like, okay, Tracy, I'll confront the truth of all of this. But first you tell me, what makes you equipped to even help? I don't care how many damn books you've read or clever quips you can try out. I don't out. care how qualified you are. No, right? And he's like, I want to know whenever you were in the middle of something like this. And Tracy's like, by this, you mean love, confusion, or just your basic infidelity? Like, she's like, really like, you're not special. Like, yeah. And Billy's like, if you've never stood where we stand, don't you dare pretend yeah, to know shit. who and what we are. <laughs> and he says, let's hear your credentials on a human level. And then Ali joins in and is like, and don't quote a movie. And I'm like, do you guys understand what therapy is yeah. like you don't have to experience well, well, all the things also, to be able to be a therapist also i had a, a quite long run of counseling a couple of years ago and i had a really great like like dynamic yeah. with uh, with the the woman who was uh, my counselor and, and it was only on like the last day where where, where we had the termination where mm. she said okay we're done you can ask me a question if you want as oh, in like, and I was like, nice. oh, so like, you married? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, do you have kids? She said, yes, I have three kids. And I was like, oh, great. Like, like you yeah. know, like yeah. we discussed throughout that like I shouldn't, uh, we shouldn't know a lot about each no, other. No, yeah, that's important. It's important to have separation. Completely. But also like, it's just that thing of like, right, so 
but if a client comes to you in your lawyering job, do they yeah. go, you cannot possibly argue for me unless you have been in my shoes. Like, unless you can only yeah. understand and make arguments in my defence unless you've been in have, my... Like, have you ever molested a goat? I won't listen to you if you don't talk to me about it exactly. It's like... You meet me on my level. You're, an, you're a, a professional in your field. You've got qualifications. That's what makes you qualified. Also, like... I think it's just showing a fundamental misunderstanding of what therapy is. Like, and a therapist a is not there to, like, understand you and, like, be on your side. Like, they're there to help you work through Well, your... I'd say that that doesn't... Like, they do do need to want you but to not be like, on your side in, in but terms But as in, of... you don't have to, like... Uh, um, like a you don't have to experience what, yeah, to help. Yeah, it's that thing of like, um, it's just a fundamental lack of respect for the the, the, the profession, the profession, yeah, and sure. and the the exercise of therapy. Like, it's a complete lack of understanding and respect. Like the role that. of a yeah, therapist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's what it boils down and, to. But what annoyed me was that Ali like jumps on his ridiculous nonsense bandwagon with him. With yeah. Him. But anyway, I mean, she, she's not without fault. Like, like she, she does. She and him. Uh, I think Billy and Ali can be kind of a combined monster sometimes. Yeah. Oh, sure. They can become a two-headed. Bally yeah. is not yeah. something the world needs. <laughs> God, <laughs> the Bally monster. Yeah, completely. Um. So, uh, yeah. So Tracy, in response, um, goes, "Okay, I'm not happy." And when I see people with a chance at it, I get impatient when I see them lying to themselves. And I do know a lot about running, Billy. There was one time I should have run, and I didn't. And it involved a married man. So if you want personal advice, I think you two should just... Billy was like, you're letting your personal history affect your professional history. And I'm like, fuck yourself. What a cunt. That's exactly yeah. what we just asked. Yeah, when she says it, doesn't she? Yeah, what like, a cunt. Like, She's like, you asked my personal history. Yeah. Right? And yeah. she says, You all think that I'm so silly over this theme song business. You want to know how I came up with it? There's this song that I used to sing to myself just so I could. Sometimes I feel I've got to run away. I've got to. Get away from the pain that you drive to the heart of me. The love we share seems to go away. And I've lost my right. Cause I just turn, I can't sleep at night. And she's got a mic and Billy's just standing there. There's like not impressed. <laughs> and as the bridge kicks in, yeah, she shuts the blinds and turns on the spotlight. And Eventually comes the whole performance. Yeah. <laughs> eventually, Billy clicks the backing track off, and Tracy's still going with like. Don't touch me, please. And she's like <laughs> into a fetal position on her chair. Well, that's actually genius, though. She's a genius because she is. It completely neutralizes him. Yeah. Like, like in any other world, in any reality, that would be when you're done. Yeah, like, like walk my, my out. therapist starts singing Tainted Love. With I a, mean, I would join in. Yeah. <laughs> I love Carrie. He was already halfway out the door, and then he's like, no, he comes back in and sits back down. Like, that got him back in the room. It did. Right. Maybe it did. she's a fucking genius. Yeah. I think yeah. she is. Um, but anyway, he sort of sits down and he's like really stern, like, I guess we should take comfort that this is giving somebody a little joy. 
<laughs> Yay for the relationship. He's like, I committed an act of infidelity last night. Maybe you don't think it's much of an offence. I do. And Tracy's like, yes. You do, don't you, Billy? And as much as I admire your values, they are very unproductive to this person. <laughs> and Ali's like, why? And Tracy's like, his value system is forcing him to attach meaning to this kiss. Heaven forbid he betrayed Georgia just because he felt like it. Yeah. Yes. You have got his yeah. number. Hit nail yeah. on head. Yeah. And Ali is like, excuse me? Because this does not fit her narrative. I thought it was things. Billy that yeah. said that. No, it was Ali. Okay. Because Tracy then goes, Ali... I hate to put down a footprint on your romantic naivete, but sometimes when husbands stray, it's when loneliness and horniness collide, yes. period. Yes. There is no deeper meaning. When it comes to forsaking good judgment, there is nothing more effective than the penis. <laughs> and and Billy's like, how dare Billy's you trivialise hurts more. He's <laughs> like, yes, how dare you trivialise this? And Tracy's like, that's my point. You can't trivialise this, can you? Billy, you can't conceive of the notion that you could be unfaithful on a whim. And Billy's like, you don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> and Ali is like, yes, she does. If there's one thing you and I believe in more than everyone I know, it's monogamy. It's and like, how? no, no, they've put, themselves, not they've put themselves up on this pedestal together. But she's yeah, put Billy like, yeah. up on this pedestal. He's the guy that cheated on his fiance on his like standing on. He's not fit to mop the pedestal. <laughs> Georgia before yeah, yeah. cheated yeah. on them yeah. right Thanks before they got, got married yeah. like it's like so how on earth could you still believe that he has any understand. real attachment to monogamy she yeah. needs to like go back to Specsavers and be like can you <laughs> surgically detach these rose tinted glasses <laughs> because <laughs> it needs to be done <laughs> I have not they got... are embedded <laughs> <laughs> she totally she's got pink eye <laughs> she totally has but yeah, Tracy goes, for you to be unfaithful, you need to believe it was because of something more meaningful than sex. Well, was it? Do you really love Ali? Is that it? Or do you need to find some higher justification to acquit yourself of the lowest low? Mm. And she's like, the biggest thing in this room right now is Georgia. Maybe that's how it should be. But if you two really want to answer the other question, whether you two are really right to each other, then for that question, we cannot let guilt be the issue. Now, I want you to consider this and only this. And she kind of puts the hands next their hands like holding each other yeah and she's like is that the picture or not and i think that's a really great way like we need to like cut through the bullshit yeah. Yeah. and it's like therapy, like yeah, this it, yeah like i think this she is, is good therapist she is yeah yeah like people give her short trips but i'm a fan <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i think it's a lot of smoke and mirrors yeah there's a lot yeah. there's a lot of bells and whistles she to does distract you and disarm you and yes. then, then comes in with the real like real stuff. truth yeah <laughs> So, uh, new scene, but it's just a bit later and Billy and Ali are still at Tracy's, like, yeah. holding hands with their eyes closed. From this point, it is just a play, isn't it? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. a two, you like, don't, triple hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, completely. Yeah. I mean, they'd have to go back to the office and come back, like, eight more times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For advert breaks. And they just thought, you know what, how about we just stay in the office? Well, Tracy's guiding them through this exercise where they're like holding hands and visualization their eyes are closed. Isn't it? And I was like, how much has today cost them? Seriously. Yeah, so much. I hope Billy is paying for half. Uh, I, I don't think I he is. I bet he doesn't. No. <laughs> so Tracy's getting them to visualise what they're like at 60. Um, on a Sunday afternoon, what are you guys doing? And Billy's like, maybe we're playing with grandkids. And she's like, how many do you have? And both together, insipidly, they're both like, seven. <laughs> um, and then Billy goes, oh, maybe we're just talking. I see us as always 
being able to talk to each other. And I'm like, yeah, because you never want to be the fucking bad guy. Like, yeah. Um, I'm screaming at her. Yeah. <laughs> and then, She's asking me a question. I'm asking her a question. <laughs> That's a conversation. Yeah. Um, and Tracy's like, and what does Annie look like, Billy? Picture her. And Billy's like, well, she's had some work done. <laughs> what the fuck? I know. And Annie's what eyes, like, fuck? snap open. And Tracy's like, no, 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 no. Close like, like, like let, let it go. Just, you know, yeah. Yeah. And Tracy's like, what kind of work? And Billy's like, well, face, lips. I'm like, who says this? I don't yeah. know. The, a monster. Then, at that a monster. Time, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm day minus one. What are you yeah, doing? I'm day minus one. <laughs> what, I, what I wrote here was uh, they're visualizing their relationship, which is a very, it's a very helpful exercise because they clearly loathe each other yeah yeah yes. they yes. go south so fast exactly. they have nothing in common yeah, at exactly all. apart from like some childhood conversation where they decided they would have seven grandchildren yeah like, that completely. doesn't mean anything i, I know. even watched like five episodes before this episode to kind of get the run in yeah yeah, yeah. And, like, there was barely a single like pleasant scene between no. them no. it's like looking at each other accusationally about yeah. their feelings and yeah stuff. completely and just like they Hey, they really have bitterness and hatred yeah, for each other. Yeah, no, they do. They don't like each other. No, no, no. I agree. So, Annie's, like, calling it, because she's like, hang on a minute, no, I'm not letting this slide. Yeah. <laughs> and Tracy's like, no, Annie, and Annie's like, no, 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 time out. Why would I have my lips done? I have perfect lips. <laughs> and Tracy's like, there's nothing wrong with a little collagen, and Annie's like, these are my real lips. And Billy's like, I didn't say they weren't. And Tracy's like, they do look done. And Annie's like, hey! <laughs> Now, why would I have a facelift or have my lips done as if I would ever have cosmetic surgery? And Billy's like, are you kidding? And he's like, what's that supposed to mean? And he's like, nothing. She's like, never mind nothing. What does it mean? And Tracy's like smirking throughout this entire exchange. Um, and Billy's like, vanity's a part of you. You need to look good. Are you going to pretend? And Annie's like, I do not need to look good. I just do. I'm good looking by nature. This pointing at her lips. <laughs> it's not a personality flaw. <laughs> this is where the self-esteem comes in. Right? And Billy's like, okay. And Annie's like, no, 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 not okay. That's what you do. You just turtle. I want to hear this. And Billy's like, what about when you considered having your breasts done? And Annie was like, that was a long time ago and it was a fashion thing when full body was in. It had nothing to do with my own vanity. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. That's no. <laughs> um, Tracy tries to interject, but Ali and Billy are like, shut up, no. And Ali says, how could you be attracted to me if you think I'm so... And Billy's like, my attraction to you has nothing to do with... And Ali's like, so what would possess you to stay interested in a woman who worries so much about her looks? And Billy's like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. I fall in love with a narcissist, but I lose interest when I see she's vain. And Annie's like, oh, now I'm a narcissist. I'm a narcissist now. And Tracy's like, I think he means you've always been. <laughs> <laughs> and Annie and Billy are like, quiet. And they, like, she is a narcissist. Yeah. Um, and then Annie continues by saying like now here's a question if you think I'm that vain and you think I'm that self-absorbed why the hell did you fall in love with me and Billy's like it happened when I was eight I was too young to know better yeah <laughs> I meant. that was a really funny line though. yeah I, I know funny. and Annie's not impressed because she's like well you know better now Billy I guess and she gets up to like walk out but she like walks into a yeah, she walks into a cupboard and Tracy's like, Ali, come back, you're in a closet. 
And Tracy gets her to come back and sit. And Ali's like, no, this crisis has been solved. And Tracy's like, we haven't solved anything. This isn't an answer. It's a fight. You can't just walk out now. He's winning. Yeah. <laughs> Which is true. Like, you don't it's just good. walk out. Yeah. Also, a fight. also I, I, I kind of feel like I might have to say something controversial. Uh, no, it's not too good. Just that. <laughs> Well, because okay, why we got you on here? As as a, as a man who has been in counselling, yes. Um, weirdly, from kind of this point on, Billy's doing good counselling. He he's saying bad. He things. done good counselling. He, he did. He, he, he won counselling. He won. He completely got to the kill screen of counselling. No, but what I mean is that like he is saying the horrible things. Yeah, and he, he is he, saying being, the truth. What he's saying is garbage. Yes. But he's doing it's what, like, 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 yes. like, um, you know, Tracy is not shutting him up. He, no. He's doing exactly what Tracy's telling him to do, yeah. which is tell her, that, yeah. get that bile out of your, like, because yeah. what they've been doing up until now in all their conversations is just dancing around it, yeah. dressing yeah, it up, completely. questioning, what do, well, what do you think? Well, what do you think? Well, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, really fucking tell each other yeah. you yeah. hate each be, other's guts and get on with real. it. real, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and he is yeah. being real completely. Yeah, so from this point, as much as I, you know, I hate him. Yes. From this point, he is actually being, being honest, uh, and she is back as well. So yes. Both of them are doing it. Yeah. So, so as much as we like, I, I obviously I'm I'm kind of going with the roller coaster of it all as well. Yeah. But part of me is thinking like this: they should have done this episode two, season one. Well, no, they well, should have yeah. done this when they broke up the first yes. time. Yes. This yeah. is the conversation that was missing because mm. Billy was too fucking cowardly yeah, to yeah. have that conversation. Well, in the I don't first think it's place. not that he was cowardly to have that conversation. I think he was cowardly to figure that feeling out in himself. I don't think he acknowledged it within himself. I think he yeah. just was like, run, something's not right. Yeah. Oh, there's a pretty girl over there. I'm moving. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think the thing that makes it uh, insidious is the fact that then both of them find themselves in this situation where they, they kind of internally know this truth. Yeah. But at work together, they're kind of knowingly like, Doing something like like they're knowingly putting themselves in each other's danger zones, yeah, yes. and and like fanning the flame of it, yes. Where they where like I mean, there's a thing with like you know a lot of these kind of situations and a lot of personal situations where most of the time, as much as like she's always like I don't know, well maybe I do this, maybe I do this, all the, all that kind of like introspective talk. Yes, we all kind of basically know when we're doing something wrong. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean. So it's it's like the, the, the thing, yeah, <laughs> yeah. the thing that makes it really toxic is 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 the is the denial of it? Yeah, yes. denial of it's, the real yes. feeling. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. other people are getting hurt because of this denial. Yeah, yeah. it's like you need to sort this shit out. And well, this is to it. Tracy's credit, she's doing she it. Is, but, but she is, but yeah. to the point where they almost it. through denial, they almost denied themselves into a terrible relationship that yes. ruins other people's lives. Yeah, yeah. like they right. were this close to fucking up the apartment. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. completely. All yeah. because of just denial. Yeah, yeah. completely. Um, it's so true. So it's let's... a denial and it's a re, uh, like rewriting of history, yeah. like and wrote, like we say, rose tinted like nostalgia. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. The only outcome we're prepared to have is that we're we're Romeo and Juliet and we're completely in love. So yes. I guess we're gonna have to do that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like fuck like, that narrative. Fuck that <laughs> narrative. Yeah. So um, yeah, Ali comes out the closet. Tracy tells her to not just walk out on the fight because she, I guess, can yeah. sense they're close to a breakthrough. Yeah. Um, and so Ali sits next to Tracy this time. Um, yeah. as opposed to back next to Billy and says assuming I'm self-centred facelifted collagen injected person you think I am what's the point point?" and Tracy's like good question is there a point you do seem a little amped Billy I mean what's the big deal with vanity we're all vain why do you find it so threatening <laughs> and Billy's really quiet and he's like I don't know 
and she's Ali says yes you do tell me and Billy says it just goes to you're never satisfied not with yourself not with I know this may sound hypocritical for me to say it but I worry that as much as you believe in monogamy you won't be able to stay monogamous and Ali's like what? You don't think I could be monogamous? And Billy's like, I didn't say I didn't think. And Ali and Tracy are both like, yes, you did. And Billy's like, I, <laughs> I said, said I was worried weather. I worried weather. <laughs> and Ali's like, why? Like, annoyed with him. And Billy's like, I think you have and always will have self-esteem issues. And if you don't get the necessary affirmation from your husband, you might go someplace else to look for it. And Ali's like, Billy, if you had shared that with me, you would have saved ourselves a lot of time and a lot of pain because you could have sailed to Michigan just on the wind of me blowing you off. And I was like, <laughs> oh I mean, as much as I don't necessarily disagree with what Billy's saying, it is, it just sounds so rich coming out of his mouth. Completely. But like, mm. I think, I want to be with a woman who will stay faithful to me even when I'm not faithful to her. Yeah. But I and also, that's what he's got with Georgia. There isn't any evidence of Ali being not monogamous. No. Like, based on what evidence? I think it's more that he's scared that she'll realise that you're a giant butt her ass <laughs> and realise she can do better. Well, no, I, I wonder whether it's a thing of uh, actually he's she's she is someone who is never satisfied like and and that may be someone who has a personality disorder or whatever like mm. i don't know what the underlying reasons are for someone who mm. actually can never find the silver lining in things yeah. like is always mm. seeing the cloud like i just and i wonder whether actually he he was worried that i'm never going to make her satisfied i'm never going to make her happy and I'm going to get annoyed and bored by her, I will stray. Right. I'm more likely to stray right. with someone like her. Okay. He, uh, for some reason, felt like he was less likely to stray with someone like Georgia. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, 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 you're right. You know? So... Maybe. Yeah. So Tracy tells him to take five minutes because she needs to pee. So we have, like, a break. And then... Um, well, not, not a literal break, <laughs> but, like, it's a new scene. Um, and later that day, they're still in Tracy's office. And Billy and Ali are both pacing now. And Tracy's just sat down. And they're kind of arguing because yeah. Ali's like, the idea that you think I would be unfaithful. Talk about projection. You're the married man fooling around. You're the cheater, not me. And Billy's like, slow down. And Ali's like, I won't slow down. When I was looking at you in the office earlier today, the song would play, look out for the cheater. Look out for the, you know what, Billy? You know what? And Billy's like, no, tell me what. She's like, it's you that has the problem. You say that you worry about me going someplace else to find affirmation. Why would I have to, Billy? Why wouldn't I be getting it from you? Why is that, Billy? What you're really worried about is that you wouldn't be able to give it forever. It's you that has the trouble with monogamy, as evidenced last night when you were sucking away on my natural lips. <laughs> <laughs> and Billy's like, yeah, that's me, Ali. I just go around kissing people. And Ali's like, oh, you asked Tracy if she knew love. I'm not sure you do, because I'll tell you this. Love, more than anything else, is about respect. Respect. And the way you just described me, the way you think I am, that wasn't respect. And Billy's like, and you're the expert. And Ali's like, it all makes sense. You don't love me. You never love me. And that explains why you left me with one look at Georgia. One look. And you didn't even take the time to smell her. <laughs> 
but he's like, we're talking about last night. And I was like, we're talking about you being unfaithful, like you were last night, like you were to me four years ago. And I'm like, yeah, and the rest. Yeah. Like, and Billy's like, and what were you last night? And I was like, this isn't on her. No. Like, no. no, nothing. She didn't do anything wrong last night, apart from betray her friend, maybe. But that's like, not the same. She's not the married one. Yeah. And Ali's like, the one getting killed, as always. And Billy's like, oh yeah, that's you. Always the victim. Last night just happened to you. And I'm like, fuck you, <laughs> Billy. He is such a... And Ali says, I was stupid. Like, I've always been stupid to think. And Billy's like... To think what? That I loved you? I did love you. Problem is, you couldn't recognise oh, it. I couldn't no, you never did. You never will. I knew you loved and me. And didn't just lift you up. Love is wasted on you, Ali, because you'll always be unhappy. That's why I left. I wasn't going to waste. Love is wasted on me? Yes. It is. <laughs> you may go through your good times, dance with your unicorns, but we both know the place you'll always go back to. And I don't want... If we stay together... You don't give yourself credit for how strong you are. I couldn't have pulled you out of your world. You would have pulled me into yours. Do you... Do you really think that? Yes. Then, then why... Last night, why did... Because... just don't want to waste it. No, I don't know. I think you do. You're wrong about one thing. I'm gaining on happiness and I am going to get there one day. you are it'll be from a distance I love you In my notes, I wrote, if this was a 24 episode, it would be a silent clock. But yeah, my god. Yeah, I have a lot. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like. Like what? That's a lot. That was a long time coming. Yeah. But like I say, this is the conversation they should have had when they first broke up. That they never did. I honestly think Billy couldn't admit it to himself. Like he didn't even know that those were what he was driving yeah. his actions. Yeah. He doesn't know why he's angry. A lot of people don't know why they're angry. No. Yes. And I think he could have done with therapy a long time ago. Yeah. Because yeah. he's always blowing up at people over yeah. nothing. Yeah. 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 I mean he sounds like everything he says sounds like cognitive distortions. He's always he's he's saying always, he's saying never. 
Yes. Like, I have a question. Do you guys think, because obviously you guys talk a lot about like David E. Kelly and, and how you guys used to be all about Ali and Billy, we want them to get together when yeah. you were younger and or then now. Yeah. Do you think that David Kelly always knew this scene was coming and that he Ooh. never saw it as a potential? Like it wasn't like, a, he wasn't writing it like they were supposed to be together? That, that you know, he knew this? This is a good question. That is a good question. Because it's so well written. I mean, he's obviously thought about it a lot. Yeah. It's a really good is it, say, like, yeah. play. Is it something that the, the fans put on the show almost? Where we project onto yeah. the show the shipping? No, say, I no? don't think that's true. Because I think in the first season, it was the major selling point. It was, right. Yeah, you and were really hit that. over the head. Like, from the right. very first episode, there was this montage of their childhood together and yeah. it was like all sepia toned and this like amazing thing that Ali was supposed to have gone through and like mm. the thing that she, the standard that she held every relationship and Billy against. is always held up as that he's very self-righteous and he's always held up as being like the progressive sensitive man in right. me which, yeah, is, yeah. which is really <laughs> and I just yeah so I I'm not I'm not sure. I don't. I don't know when this occurred to David E. Kelly. I mean, mm. it's very. It's funny actually that this has just suddenly bubbled up because for the first half, first of, the half season, of the season, yeah, it's mm. like not been on the books at all. Like I Ali think... has not been dealing with any Billy bullshit mm. at all. Billy bullshit. <laughs> I think in the first season, I think his sort of game for this the character arcs of this of the characters were for there to be some kind of climax with Georgia. Mm. Mm. Not sexual. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? She hasn't had one of those in years. There was going to be some kind of standoff where Georgia would get involved and they would have to have it out together. Yeah. Like, yeah, acknowledge yeah. the fact that they are flirting with each other and what have you. Yeah. I think, for, I think potentially between writing season one and season two and seeing the reaction of fans to these characters I think that's where he probably started thinking oh what would make for a good storyline yeah. for next season for these guys because mm. it was such a big selling point of season one mm. and I think season two's been a bit uneven in terms of how they've handled their characters because Nell and Lynn have had so much focus a on huge them amount of airtime in the first half and it's almost like this arc now has almost come out of nowhere Kind of to be like, oh yeah, shit, I forgot about those it's guys. Like, it's like but subconscious it kind of, of the show suddenly bubbling yeah. up and yeah. being like, but, oh, this but, is stuff. It, but is it kind of mercifully fast? Like, yeah. imagine if this was yeah. like oh, five okay. episodes yeah. long. Drag God, out. yeah, yeah. Like, maybe yeah. every time she went back to the office and then back to the counselling session, it was meant to be over a week. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like, I think it's actually quite, like, like I, I, when I was watching it, I was like, uh, once she walked out that door, I was like, watershed moment. Like, we can yeah. finally it's move very on cathartic. from this yeah. fucking plot line. Yeah. Hugely yeah. cathartic. Although next, it's like, when does Georgia find out? Uh, yeah. Isn't it? But I find that infinitely more interesting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because obviously, we've always said we prefer and want to save Ali's friendship with Georgia more than anything else. And I just mm. don't know if there's anything coming back from this. Yeah, like, no, I don't How know she's going to handle is. this. So, Yeah. Yeah, pretty explosive episode. So, and I thought, as you say, I think you're right to call out the writing on this, Steve, because mm. it's like, I don't, it's, it's, we haven't had an episode like this no. in the show. 
There's no trial. Yeah. yeah no, no but it's just the fact that it's just the two of them. It's a complete Tracy. Well, it's a complete like, like uh, character analysis yeah. and, and relationship analysis of yeah. like, let's actually dig in here and pull out what the fuck is let's this? Let's look beyond the sepia filter. Yeah, exactly. And see what's there. Yeah, you know, yeah. Turns out not much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. try dust and scratches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something else. No, so, you know, yeah. which we all kind of knew anyway, but it was really good to see them yes. figure that out. Yeah, completely. Really good. So, Ali's walked out, closed the door. Yeah. yeah. Boom. No retrial this week. No well, retrial. Oh, I, I was, I, I was going to do a retrial, but... but, oh. but, but no, well, no, as in, like, yeah, as treating their conversation as the trial. Okay, so... Retrial. Right, well, okay, okay well, I, well, I'll try and speak through this. Um, no, 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 take time, take time. We've proved that we've made good time, right, so good, don't worry. Good, good, good. <laughs> I do have thoughts, I do have thoughts. Because um, it was actually, this was actually really... I, I only just realised this morning when I rewatched it yeah. how close I feel to the idea of counselling and depression and stuff. Mm. And it actually took a while for me to realise, oh, actually, I have really quite deep feelings about this. Yeah. yeah. At first I was like, I'm going to be on a podcast talk about a TV show that I like. You know? <laughs> yeah, and then I was yeah. like, oh, actually, this is really... this like, <laughs> and, and also, like, there are going to be some things that are hard for me to say, I think, yeah. in terms of, like, like, like what I said earlier about Billy and therapy, like, he's doing it right. Mm. Yeah. But, but once he gets in there, yeah. that's the... But I wrote here, this is the most honest Billy has ever been in the entire Completely. show. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he even says early on, he almost like, there's almost a clue to it earlier on, which, uh, but not to say that early on he was acting responsibly, but he said, I'm willing to confront the truth of this. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. basically him saying, like, let's get to the bit where I'm screaming at you, telling you I hate you. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, obviously yeah. that's where we need to go. And he doesn't, yeah. he's not smart enough to know that that's what that's it is. That's where he's yeah. going, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, I, we're, we're talk, as uh, for calling out the writing, I have this theory about David E. Kelly. Okay, that, um, lay it on us. <laughs> that he is like, um, uh, have you ever seen Bamboozled by Spike Lee? No. No, it's an I amazing satire. It's so fucking twisted and dark. It's a, it's like it's um, starring um, uh, Damon Wayans and uh, Michael Rapport. Okay, and it's about an African American television writer producer um, who's working for this like soulless, you know, obviously television network in yeah. the nineties, and uh, he realizes how uh, racist that he everyone around him is, and he tries to make a show as a statement. Um, right. Based because because he got this he's got this um, producer that his executive that handles him is Michael Rapport who's this kind of like ginger haired yeah. uh, Irish white guy yeah. you know and he's got that voice and he, you know like, he's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Hey, listen all that. but but the, but Michael Rapport's character thinks that he understands black people really well right. and he's always talking about it. like I grew up in this culture I know this culture right. and, and Damon Wayne's character is like really nerdy and and kind of emotionally cold and kind of. Uh, 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 what, what do you call it? Like he's uh, he, he's kind of uh, uh, a counter type yeah. character. So uh, so his his executive is always basically telling him that you don't understand. You don't even understand your own people. Don't I understand your people more than you do? Like that. And basically, right. what he does in the film is he as a as a kind of rebellion against him. He tries to create the most racist show ever right. and get it on TV. Right. And, then, and then because it's a satire, it becomes a huge success. Right. And it's basically a minstrel show. Yeah, right. okay. With the face paint and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Bamboozled. Um, and I sometimes think that David E. Kelly is kind of like that that executive guy, but for women. 
because he's like <laughs> because he's like I'm the effeminate male writer. Yeah. I like show tunes and Vonda Shepard, and I'm yeah. really I'm, I write camp characters, and yeah. I understand I'm married to Michelle Pfeiffer. I understand I understand your people more yeah. than you do. Yeah, like right. that's how I feel about him yeah. sometimes. Like I there's agree. no way that I could possibly say something wrong because yes. I'm that guy. You know what I mean? Completely. That's always uh, what you kind of yeah. No, I I. Completely, I think that's ever right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is completely on the money. It's like, yeah, the idea of that like, just because you're, you know, you think of yourself. It's kind of like Billy, just because you think of yourself as the sensitive guy. Yeah, the progressive guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, so often, the more you proclaim to be that. Uh, yeah, the the often the more you kind of cling to that as mm. this is your identity, the less you see the flaws in your mm. own thinking. Like fish is like weirdly more palatable. Yeah. Yeah. He, just, he just outright yeah. says things that you guys disagree with. Yeah. Like, you love yeah. it whenever he shows up on yeah. screen. Yeah. He's funny. Yeah, it's very you know, entertaining. He's yeah. honest. He's yeah. completely honest. Yeah, at least you know where yeah. he, he's not like insidious. No. Like wolf in sheep's yeah. clothing. And you can tell him to shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's one of those things. So uh, I, I feel. And also, do you, do you guys ever watch um, Boston Legal? No. I no love, it's the thing is, Boston Legal is like, is great. Just because of James Spader and William Shatner. Yeah. So whenever they're on screen, it is a five-star show. Whenever anyone who isn't them is on screen, which is a large ensemble cast of other characters, two stars. Yeah. Really, <laughs> really broadly written, and all, all the stuff like you know the, the Tourette'sy kind of jokes he yeah. does later on in this. Like it's like that, but like tenfold. Right. Every character has a has a, a quirk, a quirk. And yeah. it's so. You know, exactly. and, but it's just <laughs> elevated by these two really great Good. performances. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, but here's what I want to think about. I want to say about the retrial is that obviously you'd want the loser, you know, the guilty, you'd have to find Billy guilty. Right? Yeah. Because everything he says is just so horrible. And the thing that really hurt me this time was when he says, "You'll never be happy," which is the worst thing you could possibly say to a person who has depression. I, I think you the worst. Will never be happy. I think the worst thing to say is love is wasted on you. Yeah, I, I think that, that because that was because yeah, if she, she, she probably is struggling with depression, yeah, well, and that yeah. is why she is so perpetually unhappy. Mm. But it's like to say love is wasted on you. That's, no that, one deserves that. That is the worst thing yeah. you could yeah. ever. Even if you felt that way, yeah. even if that was your true opinion, yeah. that's the worst thing it's you could ever ever say to, ever say to but, anyone. But you take that forward because I uh, I've had situations with with women in the past where like uh, I have talked about my, my depression. Yeah, and they have kind of failed the test. Really? Do you know what I mean? Where there, you know, there has been like times where, uh, and then after that, I would, uh, I would then be always afraid that the next person I meet yeah. is just a countdown to when they find out, yeah. and then run. Yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Right. So, so you, but you know, and, and you're basically confirming the thing that that your the voice in your head is telling you mm, that yeah. you can't, you're unlovable. Yeah. Mm, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, the the compassionate way of throwing it back is also saying that it is obviously it's. It's hard. To, it's hard to suffer from depression, but it's also hard to love someone with depression. It's a shot. It's hard but to. You, just, you can't say that. But you don't. But it's so dangerous. that's like rule one hundred and one in I trying to do that is not to say that. It's actually hard to love someone with depression. I think it can that's be hard right. to live to with, live with them. them. Yes, that's exactly you're right. right. I think yeah. it's very different things, and it is very hard to live with someone with yes. a mental illness. That is difficult, and yeah. that person who has to be the, the you know, the Support. number one support yeah. person for, 
yeah, like oh, they you're, you're need support. You're so fucking right. I they I'm need so support. Happy you said that and and it's not exactly love. Right. It's not loving that person that is difficult. It is no. living with that person that can be difficult. Yeah, and it's like well, the the key to that is to also get help. Yeah, because. You also need support. It yeah, is hard yeah, supporting yeah, exactly. someone yeah, with mental illness. Exactly. So yeah. you need support too. Mm. Like, and it's just, it, 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 that's, that's the difference. And but it's it, just, that, that, I, I, my heart, but like, broke for Ali yeah. when he said, yeah. love is wasted Well, for me, this you. just that's exposes, not it's not true. It's never true that love is ever wasted on anyone. No. Okay, they may not, you know, take it and be like, thank you so much for loving me. This is made my day but like that's not what loving someone's about you know it's something that's almost involuntary like it happens you know what it's not to me it's like it it it, it's that thing of like you're not loving someone to get credit this is the name he he says and didn't it just lift you up yeah he felt actually the the difference the 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 thing is is not that love is wasted on ali it's that she wasn't loving you back in return in the way you wanted her to well, he love was like, he's like return. i was in love with her and she and she had the the goal to be sad sometimes yes so essentially. Yeah, yeah exactly it's like no what you want was uh, you wanted uh, i feel like billy's problem is that he felt Ali was not loving him enough. Yeah. Like, he, she wasn't lifting him up enough. I just, Like, and, and it's just like, well, then that's a different thing. Yeah. That's not that love is wasted on her. don't twist that to say that love is... Wet. That's such an awful thing to say to someone. Mm. And it's also just categorically never true. True. About yeah, true. It's, a con- yeah. it's a cognitive distortion. Yeah. 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 And, yeah, I just thought he... What this did was expose what a fucking ass Billy is more... Yeah, than ever before. Completely. And, yeah. See, but this is where I get in the, I get in the problem with the retrial because it's like I was gonna be like guilty like that because it's, it's such a horrible thing. But then I was like, he had she had to hear him say that to know that that's that type that's of fucking asshole he is. Yeah, and that's what you're supposed to do in therapy. You you, you go there and you say the bad thing, and, yeah. and it's like it was yeah. such an important piece it's of true. information. It really was. It's yeah, just she like needed that, to um, hear that. She like, needed yeah. that to shatter the rose tinted yeah, glasses. Exactly. Yeah, and, you know that that. That was the yeah. stone. That yeah. walk out yeah. the end couldn't have happened without that. Yeah, no, she completely. would always be questioning. She would always keep going back. Completely. If they just dressed it up and made it palatable and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. It reminds me of um, Sarah Pascoe did a show a couple of years ago about her breakup with yes. John Robbins. I saw that. Yeah. I, that oh, I yeah. wanted to see well, that. I loved, yeah. I loved his show and her show. I kind of had to go you see both of them. I had to. Yeah. I wanted to see both of them. It's like watching your parents fight. Yeah, I know. I think they might have recordings of those shows because I'd love to watch them. Yeah. It's a really good system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're both together. The bit that always stayed to me, stayed with me, was her saying, um, "It's such a shame that you fall in love with people before you know them." Like like she'd be like, "Oh, I got it. Oh, damn it! But I love you now." that's what they're bro like billy and ali they're just like they're both terrible right. for each other but it's what that's that's not, not how love works it happened yeah. when they were eight they didn't know yeah. better <laughs> right exactly so so what i've got here for for the retrial was i uh uh firstly they are being honest so no one is in contempt of court <laughs> although billy really needs to stop screaming in people's faces that is proper like aggressive yeah so i can give him a, i'll, I'll, I'll yeah maybe maybe contempt for uh for, for that um but i basically said that there is no winner the suit is dropped oh okay uh, i don't know if you guys ever yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, i'm not yeah, just trying yeah. to be a clever podcast guy doing let's do something different this week <laughs> no no like, no it's, it's like we've it's not like done that both but yeah. parties just decide to drop the suit yeah. yeah, there you know is no I mean? winner here. No. There's no way no. of winning. No, but yeah. 
And I thought that might also be why there's no trial in this episode, because the trials are always supposed to mirror the plot, and then whoever wins kind of makes a point. Yes. Yeah, so no, for there to be a, a yeah, trial in this right. episode yeah. would be as if like to say that there's a winner here and there is no winner. No, yeah, no, you're right. No, that is good good yeah. analysis. Yeah. Did you throw in an objection? Uh I think I, I, I threw I, I, I didn't I didn't like slut. I, that was my objection. Oh right, okay. I think I'd happily object at several of the uh, all the Ling stuff. I think that's unacceptable. Yeah, we've changed well, we've that. Got it just happens too much. Yeah. I think I think if I had to pick one from for Ali and Billy, it would be uh, you you you're, uh, you will never be happy because mm, of it. I just that think that is, even if even if it's what he's thinking and he has to say it out loud. It's just no. the worst thing you can say to somebody no. with depression to agree with the voice in their head. Yeah. 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 Verdict of the week. The jury's back. Well, Billy is guilty. It's what I, I've, I've got. Because, like we were just saying, like, love is wasted on you is truly the worst thing I know. you could tell them. And then to turn round and have the gall to claim that they still love you, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that is a truly impressive feat of absolute fuckery. <laughs> I'm just like, how fucking dare you say, like, slap you with one hand well, and then be like, but I still love you. you. Like, just like... Well, this is why I did Ali not guilty for walking away because it is so fucking hard to claw out of a relationship when someone is so emotionally abusive, abusive yeah, and manipulative yeah. and he yeah. was doing it to the yes. end. Yes. He said the worst thing you could possibly say and then tried to be like, but I still love but you. I still love you. But she did it at the end. She walks away and mm. she did it with her head held high and Billy can go and fuck himself with a chainsaw. I swear like, to God. Uh, but yeah. just, I really loved that moment where she yeah. was like, if you are going to be there, it will be from a distance. Yeah, that was, like, yeah. you will never get Fuck this close again. Mm. Yeah. You will never get this close again. Yeah. Mm. Like, that's what it felt. Are you, which way are you going? Oh, oh, fucking... <laughs> I think I made myself clear already. Yeah, really yeah, guilty. Billy, really 100% guilty. But it's, again, it's like the, the, the therapy setting makes it feel like 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 everything should, should have been said. But in terms of uh, yeah. the content yeah. of what was said... Yeah. Uh, Billy can go and fuck off and die. Um, <laughs> fuck off and die. <laughs> fuck off and die. <laughs> Perpetually. It's yeah. It's, or, or go and submit yourself to constant therapy. Yeah, because you clearly need needed it. it twenty years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. For sure. Yeah. Completely. Wow. wow. Well done, guys. Yeah. yeah. That's a tough one. That's not an easy one. No, this was not going to be no, an easy one. No, this is never going to be an easy one. No. Yeah. But I think we did very well there. Yeah, I think that's possibly like the most harrowing episode we've had so far. Yeah, like, completely. Uh, we made it. We made it. We guys. made it through the other side. Um, so if you guys want to, uh, I don't know, share your thoughts, your feelings, you know, we can do joint therapy together on each other like John and I did one time when Tracy was on holiday um, you can tweet us at Bygones Podcast we're on Instagram at Bygones Pod uh, Facebook search for us on Bygones Podcast and you could even email us at Bygones Podcast at gmail.com how can people get in touch with you Steve if they wish to check you out uh, well uh, I am on Twitter as at Stephen Trumbull which you can follow my comedy and stuff I'm always gigging in London and sometimes yes. Brighton and other places yes. um, if you want to check out my podcast it's called 50 Uses for the Word Love and yes. it's on Podbean iTunes and Spotify 
Mm-hmm. And we are on uh, Twitter as at 50 uses yes. and Instagram at fi- as 50 uses for the word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. You so, can contact me in all those ways, but don't enter my house without permission. No. <laughs> you can't Nobody walk in. ever does that. Especially if you love me. Yeah. <laughs> so, on that bombshell, <laughs> um, are you ready to do our sign off? Yes. It's like David oh, was very right. excited. Yeah, yeah. He came prematurely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when he did this, he said it too quickly. He was like, no, do it again, do it again. Class, class, do, do, do your fans have names? Are they bygoners? Bygoners, yeah. Yeah, yeah cool, be. right. Okay, okay. Until next time. Bygones!